Off the cuff worldwide, baby. Present the audio. I love Chris Rich. Baby, welcome to the party. Come with us. Chris and the audio. Billy Jean, Billy Jean, Binana Dengana Yo. Chris and the audio. Billy Jean, Billy Jean, Binana Dengana Yo. Come with us. IDP fuck all this man them, you don't know Where my flow from? Brussels, Paris, or London This beat got a big booty like, mmm, Steph London I ain't got a time, I gotta fuck the rap game without the condom Man on my ground since the day they killed Jesus And it's gonna become, it's mad hey, Hayes' gang, you know Hayes' gang, the way, so all my, like, some of my gang friends I don't have any gang friends, but if I did have gang friends that were from West they may or may not be around his area. Bro, you already um, snitching yourself. Man, try to clean it up, you know. You might snitch on yourself already. Man, you <laughs> <laughs> I, I slipped in that. Niggas can't be slipping while so case or what. Nah, like those areas, we've seen it like start to happen, especially like I said with Essex and Kent. I think yeah. we're going to start to see it. The only worrying thing about that is. Um, that's kind of how London was created, isn't it? So, like, London was obviously just one small city, then mm-hmm. all these other little smaller towns and boroughs and all of this. And then the poor people got moved out from the inner city. And then they were like, do you know what? They're all Londoners anyway. Let's just let's just envelope it and call it the greater London city. Yeah. And yeah. they continue to do that. And then, like, in, like, the late 1800s, they grabbed Croydon. And then, like, the 1920s, they grabbed Enfield. And then, like, do you know what I'm saying? Greater like, they continue London, you know? to, like just keep spreading because we'll get moved out to these areas like the Hayes and the Hertfordshire's and they'll be like, oh, but these lot are Londoners anyway and they only work in London anyway so we might as well just call this London. Like, How big is London going to get before they're like, all right, this is too much? Right, well, there's a culture up. in London, isn't it? There's a culture in London that you won't get anywhere else in the country, isn't it? So um, the further they extend it, they're just going to, you know, it's just going to spread across to other places because every year the population increases in London. It's know? true, it's true. Yeah, because you're not getting too much. That, that London living wage, you're not fucking fucking over here. That's what oh, it is, mate. man. Spending your money, spending your money wisely, you get me? Hey. Boy, oh. who's missing date night? Huh? Who's missing date night? Vans, over to you in the studio. <laughs> what do you mean? What, date night tonight? Just, no, just generally like, just... Just going for a one quick date with a sweeters, couple cocktails, not too heavy, maybe a bit of hand on fire, you know, look into her eye. Just, just level go around up. for coffee. I did. I wasn't going to take it that far. This is why you're velvet, man. I was just talking about enjoying company, like enjoy, enjoying company. That's not whatever, man. So what? You're not doing a little Facetime date and that? I, I'm hearing that's that's what's hot in these streets. I heard men on like Facetime that. with the bathroom, nothing on in a bow tie. What do rag or nah? Do rag, bathroom, nothing, bow tie, date ready on a Facetime. That's wild. Oh, I'm not on all of that. I just wanna, I just wanna chill, man. This is a time for betterment. I don't even like doing phone calls in this period, like. Yeah, one of them ones. People are thinking, oh yeah, everyone's at home, so they've got time to speak. No, bruv. Not me. Stop not calling. Me. You know, you're yep. horrible, bruv. Well, let's get just, cracking, man. I just yeah. don't want to chat to people like... <laughs> like no, 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 
I do get that though because, like Van said, because we're at home, people feel like you're accessible to get shot, man, innit? Like, mm. there's been days where I'll be super busy at work and the man them are trying to FaceTime me at like 11 in the morning. It's like, like, I'm not actually that much more accessible just because I'm at home. Leave me alone. Do you know what's funny? He's a man that. I'm seeing memes like appreciate your friends that check up that check up on you during this time, and I'm like, "Fuck off, man!" <laughs> like we're all going through it. About, why are you worrying about like? I'll oh, make note of those who are checking checking up on you during this pandemic, fam. Right. It's a global pandemic, like you're saying. <laughs> like, like if you want to chill out and like take a bit of time, kind of then... entitled meme is this. Do you know no, no, do you know it is? There are some people that I've that are, I've got some people around me that are doing the proper checking in and it's it's very sincere and genuine. I appreciate it. Yeah, but it's not it's I I, I understand that. Like I'm with that, yeah, but <laughs> bro, why am I gonna make a note of like who did and who didn't? No, listen, there's certain men that quarantine or no quarantine, they shout man once every like four weeks, five weeks, depending on like if it's the weather's great and there's motives and that. You know, even the man I'm complaining about, I call him at 11 o'clock on FaceTime. Mm. Bruv, they work non-traditional jobs anyway. So, (laughs) (laughs) their routine is their routine, isn't it? So, bruv, each of their own though, man. But we're here, man. Hashtag off the cuff pod. Come on. Off the cuff worldwide, baby. We are back. Episode, what episode is, man? 234? 234, yeah. 234, 234. We're around the money. If you're listening for the first time, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is False Forever. I'm Mr. Vance. I mean, we've got a guest. You probably heard him. We've been talking, bro. We've been talking about it last like almost 18, 19 minutes and that. Scully, aka Sir Scully, aka Scullington. Welcome to Off the Cuff Podcast. Returning What's guest. On? Thank you, thank you very much for having me. Wait, this is my this is my third time, uh, bro. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. Third That's time's good. a charm, bro. You know, you come, you come. Did you come by yourself first and then you come back on with Joe? Joe, 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 Joe missed Shout the first time, came the second. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. Shout out to Joe, man. But yeah, it's thanks, Scotty, man. Yeah, so I'm out here. Do you know what? Like I said, I don't like talking to people. Well, I, can, I can talk to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, it's, 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 a, it's a vibe still every time we link up, man. 100%. How are you guys finding podcast recording in this climate? Certain light, man. You know the vibes. <laughs> yeah, it's been you cool, have to man. Get a setup. Hey, did you have to get a setup? Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, pretty much, man. Um, had to get some mics, um, and the uh, the stand that comes with it. Just attach it to some little place, and yeah, get recorded, man. We just tried to up the quality. There's been some technicals along the way. Hopefully, that, that it ends there. Yeah, no. As long as you're moving, you're creating. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, and um, yeah, sh- shout out to the people that have been listening as well, man, because I've been hearing that from a lot of people that they've kind of fallen off the wagon a bit when it comes to podcasts, because a lot of people are used to like listening on their commutes and stuff. But because they're not going nowhere, they're just chilling or would just rather listen to music. It's true. I had to, the first two weeks of quarantine, podcasts were, it was a struggle for me, but I've, worked my way back into it and it's quite like, like now I'll slap them on when I'm going around the house like I'll be washing yeah. up like I said yesterday I was barbecuing do all this and I'll like be listening to stuff I might be hoovering the house but like yeah, even me, I'm, behind. Hmm? I'm behind on mine yeah like bro I don't know what it is it's just like like you're saying it's nice to listen to podcasts when you're commuting but yeah when you're on the go 
but yeah. you're, you're pretty much idle, man. Some people have been furloughed, so they're just literally chilling, chilling. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So sometimes when you're chilling at home, you don't necessarily just want to fling on a podcast. Like, you no, 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 run that, bruv. No, no, run it, run it. When you're tidying up, when you're washing, put it on in the background and that. What, there's people still working from home and that. Slap the headphones in, run the pod, man. I appreciate people that listen. Last week, it's annoying because um, Van sounded so clear. Shouts out to um, Kay Van. She came on with us last week as well. I think we need to get back on. She deserves some She does some better audio because I sounded like I was recording in Bin Laden's cave last week. So I don't know what happened. <laughs> Mad. But, you know, forgiveness, you know. God forgives Mad. and that. So I hope you lot do as well. If you're listening, you might re- recognise Scully's voice. Um, I think it's a good place to start. NS10 V10 is the hashtag. Yeah, yeah, hot as shit on the streets, you know. Over 35 countries locked in. We reached, I think, 42 the other day. I uh, might be capping, it might have been 48, I'm not sure. But we well, let's, let's, round, let's round up to 50, bro, then. 50, 50 countries. What? <laughs> I'll take it. We've been doing our shit, man. We've been, we've been out here. I'm loving it. Yeah, even like attracted the attention of Missy Elliott. Come on, it's mad. The one and only, you know. I was like, okay. <laughs> Scully's hit big time in that. Okay. Well, you know, that's my auntie, man. That's my G from long time. She basically raised me, so, you know that. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, but explain to us, like, how this whole concept came about, man. All right, so let me give you the realness, the long way breakdown. Um, So a while ago, JoJo of uh, Recess fame, so the Recess yeah. events, started recess radio and um he kind of had it there on the back burner he always wanted to develop it and build on it and make it a larger thing and he yeah he, we did a couple of shows so we did something called face the facts around the last two elections where myself and a couple other guests came on and discussed why we were voting for who we were voting for and why you should do your research and all of this stuff. And um, about towards the end of last year, near the last election, in fact, after I did the last face to facts, I was like, yo, Jojo, like, man's thinking about going freelance again, but obviously, you know, I've got all this radio experience. I'm going to be doing lots of stuff, writing, TV, rare, 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 rare. But if you need a hand with some recess radio stuff, like, just shout me. It's like, yeah, man, there's a load of people that want to get involved and we're going to do more. But as it develops, whatever. Yeah. Walked away. Um, obviously Corona's come and nobody's really like doing too much. Like work ain't like banging, banging like that. So he started f- like flinging on shows like Recess Reloaded, DLT Branch, like recordings from these shows and like other places. And he's like, yeah, I want to get a bit more original content. But at this time, it's still like basically functioning as a place you can listen to old recess sets or hear DJs mix. Like, there's no full-on shows in that sense. Mm. He's looking for originals, and then a friend of ours, Bola, tweets. It was around the time everyone was saying, like, oh, who can beat this person in Song Clash? Mm. Who can beat this person in Song Clash? Clash. They're doing the um all the clashes, the verses clashes. And um, Bola must have said, oh, I don't think anyone can beat 50 in a 10 for 10 Song Clash. Like, which I was arguing with him about, but that doesn't matter. And then he was like, well, oh, people keep saying Drake, but what's Drake's 10? Drake versus 50, 10 for 10, who wins in a song clash? And obviously everyone was talking about that, became a conversation. 
And Jojo must have just looked at that and thought, right, like, that could run, you know, that'd be interesting to listen to. So maybe let me just go throw a flipping, let me go throw it together and see how it sounds and see what happens. So we did a couple of testers with Jamila. Obviously, me and Henry were giving a bit of advice. We do radio. Henry hosted the first couple. And, um, yeah, kind of this. We liked the idea and it was just a tester. But it wasn't really moving like that. Like We knew there was an idea there, but it wasn't really moving like that. Mm. And then um, I guess, I'm not sure which one it was after, but there was like a couple that moved maybe after we got Lillian on and, and then facing the news where like people started looking and thinking like, oh, that sounds interesting. Oh, I'd like to catch that. And somehow it literally just lit on fire and started to run. So now me and Henry are alternating hosting, but there's, um, I believe seven people in the team. So it's Jojo, Bola, Henry, Jamila, Lillian, myself, and VI. Um, Outs to Seeps, who hosted one. Outs to Lazaya, who helped us produce one. Hopefully you get back in. Outs to RBC, who's produced one. But yeah, those seven people are like the core LS10v10 team. And okay. then there's another no-signal team for the website, which is essentially becoming its own online radio station. And it's like just... It's the perfect time to do it. Yeah, it's just become its own beast and it's so amazing to watch because obviously I've been in radio for like something like seven, eight years now. Like it's really become a big part of my life and I've seen radio stations from conception and I've seen some die and like I'm watching uh, No Signal and being a part of it and helping them produce stuff and that and I'm like, rah, like... Yeah. I've seen this before. Like this is something. Like we are onto something major and people are starting to recognise it. Of and course. They, yeah, like, and the time we really knew that, like, we were going to do LS10V10 and carry on doing it regardless. But the time it blew was probably actually when Falls, your sister, was on it. It was the hardest. <laughs> let's get to the nitty gritty. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, the thing get, is, go on, Vance, go on, go on. The thing is, is that, like, I never, I wasn't locked in live. I think I was having, like, a Zoom party somewhere with my friends, yeah. So, um, I'd even forgot that clash was happening because I was like, yeah, this is going to be, uh, it's going to be a big one. Yeah. And like everyone else expecting Jay Huss to win, I thought he was going to win, but I all, I always wanted the person to represent Kojo properly because he's got heaters and because of everyone's love for Jay Huss, they forget about Kojo stuff. So like, I was like, all right, cool. That's the kind of clash that I want. So obviously the clash has happened now and then I've missed the whole thing and then I go onto social media <laughs> and see a madness. I think I even like, I think Foles FaceTime me like later that night as well. But like I, I, at that point, I hadn't really seen anything. So only God knows for obviously yourself, Scully, who was involved in it and Foles as big pro watching all things happen. Even mm-hmm. I was listening live, and just for the purpose of clarity, I know Scully's kind of broken down. And NS ten v ten. Um, the website is there's no signal dot com. right, Scully. Yes, indeed. Um, so you guys have been posting, curating live um clashes, ten ten songs for ten songs, two artists, and we use two. We use people that obviously are 
that are part of your team, people on social media, and I, and I think having the Twitter sphere yeah. has helped it grow because there's people Just using the hashtag. Down, sorry, to, sorry to interrupt, but it's like, so what a lot of people don't understand is there's generally a home team. So the people who are helping produce it and put it together, yeah. they function as the home team. So a lot of okay. people are like, oh, how come so-and-so keeps returning? They're the home team. Yeah. So generally, we're trying to have it like fans of the artist versus the home team. Makes but sense, every yeah. now and again, we'll have it like where it's like just two fans yeah. and we're all there as pundits. So like Beyonce mm. and Raya, for example, or okay. um, Huss Kojo. I'm just throwing my hat in the ring. I'm letting you know from early. You lot, you lot, you lot missed the trick by having me on 50. That would have been elite content. So I forgive you lot. I forgive you. But we can we we can write that wrong and we can talk off air. Um, because I was chatting to Vans. I don't know if he wants to do it, but obviously if I do it, it represents the team. And I'm letting you know from now, man ain't losing. If I lose, I'm locking off the live. <laughs> <and that. laughs> I like that. I like that. I like Spicy that. talk from early, but yeah, man. Um, my little sister Bishop was trending. <laughs> um, the other the other day, I think it was um like Vans was saying the um it was a Huss versus Kojo. And like a lot of people, I was like, I expect Huss to win. As the bigger artist, more songs, more bangers. But don't sleep on Kojo. It's not going to be a whitewash, isn't it? And, you know, with these things, it's all down to selection, isn't it? Mm, that's it. 100%. 100%. It's definitely down to selection. Easier than it is, you know. Yeah. I listen, man, because sometimes when you're under pressure, knowing everyone's listening, you're fumbling. You're fumbling. You're forgetting the heaters. You yourself, you're forgetting the heaters. Yeah. But and it's out of words to come prepared. Yeah, you need to come Henry last night, Acorn versus T Pain. She done a fantastic but, job. No, but she did. But uh, I miss my. Hang, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, it's not even about the fact that because like T Pain's bangers are so way clear of such and such. We've seen before that people who were expected to win didn't win. Fair. Do you know what I'm saying? Or at least be be tight. It's down yeah, to yeah. the selection and how she was selecting them rhythms. It was like pepper after pepper like on on a on a level where it keeps increasing because some people's selections are topsy-turvy what i've been listening to on the ns10 v10 mm. you know yeah, so it's definitely not easy in it yeah this is the thing people think it's easy but like so for example we're getting a lot of flack for vibes versus whiz but what people are forgetting is it is 10 songs versus 10 songs. So although i think kojo is super talented and i think huss is super talented the reality is House has released more music than Kojo, yeah. at least in the last like eighteen months. So if we were doing maybe thirty for thirty, like House has two albums and like what an EP and a mixtape, whereas Kojo has a mixtape and maybe and one album. other mixtape. Yeah, like so. Um, it's like when it when you condense it just to ten hit songs, it becomes a lot more difficult. Yeah. But I've actually just gone back to pinpoint what one probably took us to the next level. So we did a lot of fun ones that people were tuning into. So like um, Future versus Young Fog, Playboy Carti versus Uzi. That's good. Versus Kanye. Like these are all our early ones. Uh, Little Kim versus Nicki was quite big. But I think it was 50 Cent versus Ja Rule that like people... I like, think that's oh. the first one that I tuned into. I was even in the car. Yeah, because I people... Like, okay, clocked. I need to listen to this one. Yeah, people clocked because they were like, oh, 50 Cent and Ja Rule aren't going to have this clash. So let's listen to what we think it might sound like if we heard it in it. And it was quite good because it actually made people think that actually Jarmul does have more hits 
that we fought. Like you're oh, saying, do you like, know what? Yeah, but this like whole clash thing, yeah, this battle stuff, yeah, it's like <laughs> some people's musical takes, yeah, on the timeline is just like so wild. I'm thinking, nah, man. But that's the beauty of music, and it? it's all subjective, yeah. yada yada yada. But <laughs> bro, there's bare kids that have no place in voting, like in 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 like a let's say a Missy versus Buster clash. Because bro, some, of the, bro. some of the voting was wayward. Bro, I'm hearing like like we announced Kano versus Dizzy last night, and I see people tweeting saying who's Kano and who's Dizzy, and I was thinking, this is the burden you carry when you schedule these things because you want to represent a lot of age groups and a lot of musical styles. Mm. But when something is the topic of conversation, you forget how wide your audience is. Some people are not going to know. Some people are not going to care. Like, it's like what you're saying about um, when we were doing Missy and Buster, people were like, oh, I've not heard this tune before. And I'm thinking, what? Like, even Beyonce Mariah, like, people were tweeting, like, I've never heard Emotions by Mariah Carey. And I'm thinking... Yeah, but also I quite like that because I'm like, oh, maybe we're giving them somewhat of a musical education, and hopefully it encourages them to not vote in a biased way, but to actually vote for something they've heard and be like, wow, this is actually hard. This is sick. You hope? I think. I think. I think if they don't like, if they don't know the song, it immediately makes them go, makes them switch off. It's quite for, for, for a lot of them anyway. I can't say everyone, but I think for a lot of people, um, when, they, when they don't know the rhythm, they're like, nah. Now, when you see some Twitter people be like. Oh, I don't like this person, but I've never heard this song, so I have to actually take it in and decide decide what I'm voting for. And like, those are the ones I really like. Do you know now, what I mean? Can we, can we discuss um, who who's the decider of what artist goes against what artist? Because obviously, like everyone is speaking about, like like you mentioned, the vibes versus Whiskey. Like, who makes the decision? We all talk about it in the group. Like, we'll fling in suggestions and then we'll ruminate on them. That's generally the real of it. And then the majority goes with what the majority says or there's one yeah, person yeah, that yeah. makes that decision? I think as far as it's been, it's been majority goes. So like one person, so I might go in and be like, ah, oh, let's put uh, Mabel against Ray. And um, don't worry, by the way, I don't mean that clash is coming anytime soon on 10 v 10. But actually, to be fair, Mabel might have a little five. Anyway. <laughs> yes, yeah, NS 10 v 10, bruv. Anyway, I might suggest that clash in it, and um, Jamina might be like, "Yeah, that sounds that. Let's get it going." But Bola might be like, oh, "I don't know about that clash. Like, you know, maybe Ray has a couple more tunes. It might be unfair." But then Jojo hmm. Linear might be like, "But actually, Mabel has more tunes." So, do you get what I'm saying? Like, we'll discuss it, kind of hash it out, iron it out, and then until we get something that works. So maybe the original idea doesn't work, but then the next one, everyone thinks it's a better better fit so they're like ah oh, maybe not Mabel and Ray because you know they're not it's not close enough what about Ray and Ray Black like how about we do that and like we'll see what work, bro. forget this man we're not it was a hypothetical I wanted to use a hypothetical because I didn't want to give away any matchups we've got coming okay okay trying to throw oh, you, got, you, got, you got your season one season um, one season one schedule is out now yeah season two um, pending what are we? Um, so season one, obviously you got um, past a fair few. Now you've got um, obviously the one that everyone's talking about, vibes versus Wizkid, and then you've got Burner versus versus who? Burner versus Popcorn. That should be very interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. 
Whilst we're here, let's 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 stick on this though, innit? So vibes whiz kid, innit? Now Actually, when... hold on, hold on. Before because I know exactly what route you're gonna go down, innit? So let me let me say a couple more things about the inception and where we're going with LS Ten V Ten because what you're going to get to is going to become a whole next couple of minutes. No, no, you don't, you don't know I'm going, Scully. You can't read my mind. Are you sure? Are you in my head? Because where are we going, I don't think we can double back from. There's no, no. circle in the block with that one. No, no, man, a square. It will be all right. All right, cool. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be all right. So I feel like it's very clear. Vibes' music is made for clashing, it. Like he's yeah, got yeah. rhythms that are made for clashing, it. But... Like you said, it's 10 v 10, so it's down to selection. And then WizKid has got songs that have been raining in the club for how many, let's say, three to the last five years. Banging rhythms. Actually, you support your people. No, no, I'm an, I'm an honest man. Agenda ain't going to run. But what I'm just going to say really early is if I sense or smell agenda voting, I'm going to vote with my people, isn't it? I'm banging for my block. Green, white, green, baby. <laughs> That's how we're doing it. No bias. We don't want no bias voting. I know you. Bro, don't bro, be, be honest. You already know what's gonna happen. Listen, you lot, you lot fed the streets. You fed the beast, and it's gonna go crazy. I just hope it doesn't turn into disrespect. Even I know there's gonna be jokes left and right from each side, and that you know, the apps versus the jamos. <laughs> Let's keep it clean. You know, I just want, I just want a nice clean clash, and I want to see who no brings the heat. Yeah, those those terms of voids, especially as of today. But like I said, we'll get back to that in it. <laughs> how do you see how do you not see it going if you was to if for that clash how do you think it's going to win this is the thing because we use the term clash because the word clash I think in black British culture and British culture in general is looser because obviously clashes come from dance hall but we have clashes now and like um, flipping grime and like that's kind of made it a little bit more looser so we're not necessarily looking exactly at dance hall culture of course yeah or the nature of Clash, which I think is what got some people incensed and confused, especially Vibe fans, Vibes fans, sorry. But this is more of a song for song battle, isn't it? Yeah. And for that reason, it can go any way because I understand why people love Vibes and he is untouchable. And the fact that he's an artist of his caliber and stature, despite gen- like being in pen, like man is recording hits from behind bars. Mm. But we're not talking about his whole catalogue, like I was saying. We're just talking about 10 songs against 10 songs. And we know WizKids has a great 10 songs. Like, yeah, I got I got a mean 10 in the stats for Wiz. I just think with, with Vibe, why it's techies, because if the person I selected for him is maybe too much of a purist, that like they've been in dances, they've been going to raves, and they maybe select the tunes that like, a lot of people don't know, but in a certain community, they do know. Yeah, it's gonna hurt them in the in the clash because people are not gonna know the song in it, and it's the stuff that gets the reaction. Because especially, like, I'll be I'll be tweeting along with everybody else, and I see people predict, okay, do they need to play this next, or they haven't played this, they've missed that one, they've missed that one. So if it's songs that people aren't aware of when it comes to vibes, because especially I know a lot of people they might know the name of the rhythm, they're not in the song. Yeah, and in that culture, rhythms can have ten different versions and fifty different artists on them. Yep. So that's the only thing. Even though I know, in we're going for clash by like its diction definition and culture wise, vibes meant to wash what um like wash the floor with him. But you know, man, listen, yeah, those two artists are of supreme caliber in it. So at the end of the day, 
you're going to get 10 from Vibes and you're going to get 10 from Wiz. Um, and they each each of them have songs that um, a lot of people can say are undeniable. So it's not like, you know, like one person is going to fall short. If the selections are strategic and good, then, you know, I think it will be a tight one. It could either go, it, it could be tight or it could be like a landslide if the selection's wrong. Yeah. I want to give you, I, w- I wanted to give you game on how I would win a clash in it, even though I haven't done one yet, but I've noticed the pattern in it, but I can't actually give you the game because the issue is, obviously we've got future seasons coming, so you guys could be on there, li- people listening to the podcast could be on there. I can't give the game up. Like, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't, I have to sell that one. You don't want to <laughs> send me an invoice. But I can tell you that it's not easy. And we'll use your sister as a case in Paul Foles because I said this should rep past because I know her affiliation to that camp. I know how yeah. much of a big fan she is. And um, we started moving with that one because we had the 50 Jar Rule one, then Luda Nelly did bits, and then that was the next one in it. Yeah. So like people like I'd heard the last two and they're like, yeah, we're gonna lock into this because this is gonna be contentious. So we better make sure like it started to become a bit more familiar. And obviously, because the two of them have real life beef, it was even more. It's like fifteen jar rule. Like it was even more contentious. People were like, right, like I actually want to hear this. We're not gonna get to hear them back to back again for ages. So yeah, you lot was I feeding the streets. Them. You lot knew what you was doing. And when I saw it, I was like, these, these all these ones make sense, isn't it? Because they're people that like we already pit against each other and stuff, innit? I will, I always want to say though, like, shout out to my sis. She took it like a champ. She took it out like a champ. Oh no, you she's know? a genius. It, it was um I I know where she fumbled in that, and I and I was speaking to her after, I was like, listen, you gotta remember, you're only um you're only 19, yeah. You've only been clubbing for like last year and a and a little piece, yeah. I think that plays a part. And I know yes, the, 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 the songs you the songs you vibe with your little friends and that you like a certain style from us. Whereas like a lot of the listenership on the timeline Thank have you, been yeah. partying, enjoying his music for the best part of like five plus years and that they have a certain like affinity for certain rhythms. You know, and I said to her, listen, you 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 messed up one selection in it, but take it out like a champ. Don't look at the timeline too much. I couldn't enjoy it though because I was seeing some some left wing tweets and that, and I was like, listen, one more wrong tweet and that. I'm saving Abby's in it. So if you've got a scandal on the timeline <laughs> and you said something wrong about my kin, my blood. We're coming for you. No, I'm just going to be at the front of the queue throwing rotten tomatoes in that. When is your time? When is your time? Listen, no, take your L, take your flogging because you're not immune in it. But big bro is still big bro in it. Like, I love that. I love that. Bro, but she played a song that I never even heard. This yeah, is I even, yeah, yeah. She was, she was selecting for herself as a Hoss fan because she thought, because we like us, we'll listen and be like, oh, well, I like us and I'm a Hoss fan. So you'll Bro, like... She's a terrorist. I told her and she's a terrorist. I told her. Yeah. It's like Marco. Like, you know, you, got, you got to be... Thing. You got to be trolling, fam. Yeah, like, you can't pick for yourself. This is an audience-based show. Yeah. Like, you have to pick songs that... The nah, do you know what, yeah? Like, with with the whole Martha and Beyonce one, yeah, mm-hmm. I felt like... She the tunes that she likes ain't for the clash, so I think she was trying to like it. It, it kind of left that space open of what to actually pick to represent the clash. What she yeah. may have thought like that could win the clash due to the audience and how the voting system works. 
and stand culture with what Scully yeah, was yeah. saying though. Because I because don't, I don't I feel like big, these are these are the songs that she really personally loves on Beyonce. Yeah, I think it's it's that and it's just thinking like, yeah. I love this, so other people fans said they'll love this, and it's never gonna be like if I was picking for certain artists. Like I, I'm a huge Lil Wayne fan, yeah. I could pick a Lil Wayne ten that is just album cuts and mixtape cuts. Yeah. And if you're a Lil Wayne fan, you'll be like, "This is hard. This is the best mm. part of the ten." But if you're not, you'll just be like, "Well, what's that? I've never even heard this tune, but I'm like, what's that? Like, what's what's my man doing?" Yeah, it's true. Where's it's, lollipop? Because you got because you lollipop. got. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you oh. got because you're doing it for the people that are voting as well, because they all have to be in agreement and be like, "Yes, this is a fucking banger. This is a smash. This is it. That's literally it. Like you need this ones. Like you need the nostalgic moments to be like, oh, like yeah, I remember when this came out and it had the roads in a chokehold. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You need heaters basically off the rip. It's not about. It's not necessarily all about like. You know your, you know the, you know the song that's like an obscure album cut. That's like your personal favorite favorite, but only yeah. a favorite to you. Like you can't play them kind of songs because there's certain songs that artists makes yeah where there's like a small minority that loves that song. So like, ten man could love this p- number five on the album, but it's not a single or nothing. Like you can't bring that and play that to the clash because it's, it's like annoying, though. that's corn though because deep down yeah there are rhythms that we know are better than the songs that are in the clash but we can see because they're bigger and more well known that they work even though number five on the album is actually a better rhythm is more even cold. like yeah so like the 51 like we were thinking like right man's got to play piggy bank bruv do you know what i'm saying like no 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 that, that was an on go clickety clank clickety clank the money goes into my like, piggy bank Nah, bro. How do you not play that? Yeah, but again, like even like Hustler's ambition. Yeah, there was a certain is a banger, and there's only a certain few people that rock with that tune. Others are like, "What the hell is this?" Like, no one's trying to listen to this. Yeah, someone said, "Oh, the hell is boom back." Yeah. Uh, you kids on the timeline are disrespectful. Oh, that's, what's, that's what's making it so funny the disconnect between the age group because there's really people of all ages listening. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny. Like, literally, I don't know the youngest person listening, but there's definitely at least 18 year olds listening of all course. the way up to about 42. Like, they're they're going to be like, what the hell is this? 42. Yeah. And there could be older listening. So it's like, when you're Can playing. You imagine, songs, though? It's so mad. It's so mad, like, where there's a song, yeah, like a 50 tune that everyone would be going mad to. And then there's a 17, 18 year old, like, what the, what the hell is this? I think when um I think it was Bola that was doing fifty, and I think he dropped in the club, and like, yeah, some, bro, some, like trying to hear that. Yeah, man. some people was like, like you know, turn that. turn that off, innit? and that like that's another one for me. That's not one of his most favorite songs, but I get why he played it because it was it's, so it's big. Big, it was big. It's so big. But don't but, um, play that. <laughs> but this the, this the problem when it when it's ten songs, we ten songs, and I've heard Scully say hits. You have to go mm-hmm. for those bigger heaters, or even though, like you said, number five on the album might be the better choice, but mm. not not enough people know that song, so it's going to affect you when it comes to rounds. I've got a, a slight inkling as to like Scully's strategy, but I won't, I won't, um, I won't air it out here. But I think I, I think I know the way to win that, win those clashes. 
Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah, about it off mic, innit? Nah, these these clashes are dope, man. Like, so. You're doing an amazing job hosting as well, by the way. So. Yeah, man. Scully and Henry as well. She's doing we got an amazing Henry. job. Yeah. Go vote Henry. for her. Days uh, 100. If you find her profile on Twitter, Henry uh, V-I-I-I, like Henry VIII. Henry VIII, okay, cool. And it's Henry spelled H-E-N-R-I-E, not R-Y. Yep. Right, cool. Yes, indeed. What are we voting for, Jesus? What's the day's 100 list? What's this? It's like a list of 100 people who they think are going to be game changers in their fields and okay. all this stuff. And like, she's just nominated for it, and it'd be great for her to get it. So, yeah, oh, that's dope. dope. Can that's I dope. use multiple yeah, email addresses? Uh, I would recommend doing so. I legally can't, but okay, cool. illegally, off the record, that's what yeah. I'm telling you to do. Uh, yeah, vote cool. for Henry, man. Five different email. <laughs> I would just like to say, you know, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed listening to Lillian take three L's. Um, Martha, <laughs> you let Essie down because you lost using Beyonce. I'd just like to also add that um, the only way you survived in the clash was by using many songs that feature Jay Z. So, shouts out to Jay Z's wife. Jay Z uh, carried that clash. Man, yeah. That clash was Jay Z's clash. Yeah, Jay-Z this is now heartbreak of, heartbreak of for Mariah Carey. Drunk in Love. Drunk yeah. in Love. Was, was crazy enough. Deja, nah, Deja Vu as well. Jeez, that's like plies last night. Acon T Pain, they had a round that was just plies. Bare plies. Plies. Yeah, so after, after, after all the slander and that, Hove had to come through and that, you know. But yeah, I, I found that so I found that so hilarious because it's if when I see people that stand, I'm like, okay, hey, cool, you should body this. And they get on there and they apple crumble. I'm like, yeah, man. Now you don't know what, what my sister's going through. It ain't funny yeah. now, is it? <laughs> we had hell of defeats in a row. So I think it was. Hus Kojo, I cannot remember what it was a Friday after, but it was definitely an upset. It might have been Buster Missy. Shouts to Whitney, man. Yeah, it was Buster Whitney Missy. Knows. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whitney, Whitney, Whitney representative B. And then the next one was Beyonce Mariah. Okay. Something like four, four upsets in a row. And everyone was just like, wow, like that's not how we saw it going. And nah, man, I don't like, like that though, man. Buster is not Buster winning is not an upset, fam. And like a lot of people no, prior no, to no, the no. clash were, were moving like he was some small boy. They were like, yeah, it's the thing. Get he's not a small boy. And if you're if you're well versed, you know he's not. But this is the thing, people are not. And I can't even blame the kids because like, fam, like no, Missy, 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 they Missy why Missy Buster same era? Because because Missy was just she had like. The fun songs that they would watch and dance along to. Buster had that as well. I was I breaking they, my neck, bro. Look at me now and like all of this. I like, was trying to pass the Cavossier fam. I I'm knew. With you, I'm I... with you. And I agree. I thought that was one of our t- tightest battle, battles, sorry, scheduled. Like that is that is 10 very strong 10 against 10 very strong 10. I was I was scrolling in the timeline and I'm seeing bad disrespect before the clash comes. And I was like, all right, cool, man. I've seen the select. I'm I'm gonna enjoy the pamming. <laughs> oh, it was it was um Lillian lost that one, isn't it? Yeah, Whitney, Whitney versus Lillian. Okay, okay. Come on, Lillian. She's gonna yeah. take a win soon, man. I know she gotta come, she gotta come back. Listen, if she takes another L, oh, yeah. <laughs> she's part of the group, man. So she'll be part back. Keep trying to say that she's leaving, but she ain't going nowhere. She signed a contract, man. Uh shout out to Lillian, man. I got her in that, I got on that death row Shug Knight type. Scully's got on on them P Diddy contracts and that. <laughs> it's Jojo, man. Jojo slapped us all down with them at the beginning. He said, "Yo, sign this." 
I'm give him my perp. 60 deal. give him my perp. You're going to be tapped in. But yeah, so next the, the next one, if I'm right, this is this Friday is the Vibes and Wizkid, yeah? That's what we're looking forward to. Is this Friday or no, this Sunday? Sunday. When is this episode out? Right now. Okay. Today's Thursday. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the next one is Burner Poppy. Last night we had Kano versus Dizzy Rascal. Okay. And um, yeah, Sunday is vibes and whiz it's a busy week yeah i saw people tweeting who's kano who's dizzy and that hurt my heart man originally it was kano versus stormzy i would just like to put my hands up and say i won't say who scheduled that one but i was not with it i want to distance myself from that selection because i, I was never with it in it but yeah i'm happy that i'm happy that one got got amended let's just say yeah that. we got enough flack for us to reconsider it must but be like pressure. Actually, this is a good time for me to say, yeah, when people listen to this, thank you for all your suggestions and for all the way you're telling us you'd win clashes and for asking to be involved. But generally, yeah, we're doing our thing in it. Like, we've got this far. Hey, Scully said, face your front and that. <laughs> face your front. We decide, yeah. Yeah, basically, we, we them boys. Say we them people boys. coming to the timeline being like, "Yeah, I inspired that pick." No, you didn't, cause <laughs> I promise you right now, you did not. We were not watching what you were doing in it. So just shut up. Hey, it's got to lead to work on your PR, bro. You need to be, I'd be careful, you know. He's <laughs> no, no, hey, a different like, guy out there. He's a different guy off the cuff, bro. He's on the he's on there with the do rag on and that, and just move the, with the whap. Just move the funniest thing is, I actually do have the do rag on. Now, I do appreciate everyone locking in and it is sick, but it's just funny because you see, like I see somebody at us today saying, ah, oh, in fact, exactly like, as I use an example, like, ah, oh, whoever's picking the Wayne selection on NS10v10, please, please make sure you use this exact list. And it was a list of just Wayne mixtape songs. And I was just like, cause, like, Ain't do you know how many people are listening to this show like who are not going to know any of those songs? You're setting someone up to get wiped. Nah, but. Them. But I do need to know who's representing Usher, please. I can't tell you. And the Ross. Is, I and can't, Ross, oh I my days. I can't say who's representing who, because if I tell you, yeah, they're going to get corn from too early. Like, people will be in their mentions like, yo, I picked this. It is. Uh, make sure you don't turn up for the class. So, man, be you turn up with burners outside people's houses. Like, yeah, don't show up for the class. <laughs> don't, for the class today. don't turn your computer on. Stay home. Stay home. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, big up everyone listening because we we appreciate the love and people supporting it and getting shouted out from all these uh, um these big big radio stations like Capital Extra and like companies wanting to come and shout us out and this is out on Thursday when you hear on Friday night the show we have lined up for you yeah there's gonna be some very big announcements it's gonna be very different in it like, okay it's so fast but yeah we are. We're moving, isn't it? Well, you you that's an off-the-cuff exclusive. I can't, I can't give you that one. I can't give you that one. Maybe off mic. Okay. But, but the problem is this comes out a little too okay, early. Yeah, it? It comes, out early. <laughs> it comes out 24 hours too early, isn't it? But just okay. make sure you're looking at the mm. Death Row Signal Twitter on Friday because, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be locked into that, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I've been enjoying it, man. So thank you to all of you guys over there for supplying that piece of content, man. It's, yeah, it's fun, and and we're we're all interacting in a positive way on the timeline. Do you know what I'm saying? Everything is all in in, in jest. Yeah. 
The so, slogan is for entertainment purposes only, in it? So everyone just yes. have fun. Don't take it too deep. And like I was saying before, big up everyone involved in the in the team because me and Henry uh, sometimes get a load of thanks because we're we're vocal, we're the hosts in it, we're front facing. But there is a load of people making it work and like doing loads. Like for example, I can't say enough about Vi. Vi is making sure that show comes forward and like all the songs are patterned and ready to play and like. We got Jamila running through, making sure we can have calls. Like Lillian's giving us the gut. Like everyone is there, man. Like everyone is doing their bit. So <laughs> Jamila's a terrorist. Huh? <laughs> Jamila's a terrorist, man. Oh, man. She's my op, but bigger up still. Same yeah, way. Yeah, bigger up still, man. <laughs> you got to be a bit up from time to time, man. I want to take it across the pond, though. Uh, big news come out. I don't know if it's big news actually. I'm, I'm saying big news. Um, Kanye West talks to Billy. He's, a, he's, he's joined the Billionaire Boys Club. Mm. Um, officially or unofficially, Diddy's in there, Jay's in there. I think Dr. Dre's in there. Uh, Oprah's in there. I don't know. I'm sure there's probably like some black business owners and that. Byron Allen, someone I'm aware of. Um, I'm trying to think of who else to talk about. I might. I know. Thank you, thank you. Hey, still find money. Hey, no level, no level. No level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Kanye's the billion, and you know, as soon as it's come out, I saw a lot of people that get in there. You know, like the petty white energy. The act. Listen, I'm a fan of. They're like, see, he was right. You know, didn't believe. You didn't see the vision. Your third eye wasn't open. You know. People like Charlemagne was berating him. Sway said, you know, he told Sway he got the answers. Kanye was right. Do we feel we, we owe Kanye an apology? Was he right in the, in in hindsight? Now he's such a billionaire. Um, couple things. Mm, talk to me, Scully. One, he made some tactical moves in it. So like the Adidas deal, tactical. It was good. You have to big him up essentially if you're into like the way he made a billion and capitalism and all of that. So big him up and same way I big up Jay-Z for making a billion and I did and I'll big up Puff when he gets there yeah big him up but what I don't want to get lost is the reason why he doesn't get the same reverence from me as a Puff Daddy or a Jay-Z is because he has compromised on the politics that we brought into him at the beginning and not really apologised for that or even addressed it in a particular way but kind of just repackaged and resold us his faith and <laughs> you said them niggas need jesus <laughs> yeah basically and that like, is just like Sunday service because so, like he basically said yo fuck niggas and then niggas were like what and he was like no nah, but i got gospel music like jay weren't really doing that like and Ultimately, to become a billionaire, yeah, not to get too onto my loony lefty shit, yeah, but there has to be some exploitation, yeah. Same way Memphis Bleak never had that one hit he needed, yeah. Someone else is losing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like someone else is losing Adidas. So whether that's kids like making the clothes or whatever, but that's not even what I'm complaining about. My thing is Kanye used to have morals and integrity that he stood for or so it felt within his music and he used to tell us about that and it feels like he lost that and my issue with his journey is not to do with the exploitation involved in making a billion or any of that like like I said I have to big up other people who make it there especially as a black man or woman but it's the fact that he doesn't like Jay-Z is still doing stuff with American football teams 
puffed, like to, trying to bridge the disconnect and like police brutality. He missteps, he definitely missteps, but at least he's trying. You know what I'm saying? I think that was happening. You know, like for, for keeping they, it a buck, especially Jay, as, especially Jay as a reason. His public image hasn't been as um, he hasn't just been squeaky clean where we love him all the way. Like he's there's there's some holes that started to show and. People have started yeah, to think, hmm, what's going on? Obviously, Carnage is a, is a lot more overt. When you put on the red hat, make America great again, and you have problem with Kanye is he had some infamous sound bites. You sit there and say four hundred years of slavery. That sounds like a choice to me. Even though he tried to clean up like ten seconds later and said mental slavery, you say four hundred years of slavery that sounds like a choice to me. I when I I remember being on a panel talk around. You remember the vans? I think it was Black Barbie events. And yeah. um, we were all having a lot of back and forth. And, and I think the point, if I'm if I remember correctly, I was making then was it felt to me as disrespect because it's just historically inaccurate. We we can all see the films, the documentaries, the articles, and the stories you know of the many revolutions up and down the Caribbean in America. A lot of these slaves just, just didn't take it lying down. Like I remember the Beyonce video where she had the Ibo landing, where the slaves are like, rather than going off into this, you know, faraway land for this uncertain reality, I'd rather kill myself. And they went into the water singing and they drowned themselves. They were that they they would have they would rather have done that than been enslaved. So when you then stand around and say it's a choice, I look and say that's disrespect. And then for the people that were, let's say they didn't revolt, they've been like they've been stripped of their humanity, their mentality, everything. You strip those people. So I don't think you can like for me that was a spit in the face. So that's why I think when he then goes goes on Breakfast Club and he says the thing he says, I think people he, that's why he gets lost in translation because that sound bite people can't forget. You can't forget like the hugging yeah. up, the, the, like letting Trump use you for, for PR, you know? And I think it's, it's a combination of that and the fact that he, it's not just that he missteps, like Jay missteps or Diddy might miss it, but he, he loves being wrong and strong. Like, he loves <laughs> being wrong and strong. And like, he admits all the time, he's like, I don't read or research or like look into these things, but this is what I'm thinking and this is what it is. And then people be like, mm, maybe not Kylie. And he'd be like, whoa, I said that's what, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Well, credit like, to Kanye because like a lot of things is like a, a manifestation of like him speaking into, speaking things into his existence. Like, and he's showed us various examples of that. When they told him that, like, oh, maybe you shouldn't rap, just make beats and you'll be cool. And he's like, nah, but I want to rap though. And then he got his opportunity to rap. And, you know, he's given us like four or arguably five classics on the trot. Do you know what I'm saying? And then obviously with the whole fashion thing, he was talking about being blackboard and, you know, his deal with Nike was very, it limited him, like, and his ideas of what he wanted to do. He wanted to um, have a free flow of creativity, like with, um, no creative restrictions. So he, he moved and obviously a lot of his ranting that we didn't care about, it was like, there's some rich digger shit that we don't care about. Like, oh, he's in debt with like 53 million. No one cares. He goes on this like radio run and he's just screaming and everyone's like, you know, cussing him. But he says that he, he was going to do something. And then obviously now we couldn't agree or maybe disagree that the Yeezys is probably going to go down as an iconic shoe. Yeah. Even for all the wrong bad. reasons. For all the wrong reasons. Don't like the, yeah, yeah. But like, obviously to, to, to the subject of what we're saying, which has got him to that billionaire status, 
is yeah, pretty he much. He did his job. That. He did his job. He, you know, he he you, job. You, you can't take away from him. Like, I want, I want that to be clear from the conversation we're having. Yep. Um, Whilst Vans is just necking bed. I, Scully, if you can see Vans right now, this done his neck to about seven glasses, bro. He's living his best life over there, bro. Same glass, my guy. Glasses of what? He just looks brown, fam. He's enjoying himself over there. I respect yeah, wow. him. Some apple juice. Oh, it's apple juice. I thought this thing was just back in the, the kvass and that. Yeah. Bro, what's wrong with you? Because he saw, yeah, he no. saw the, the nice crystal glass and that. Bro, that's a <laughs> that's a cognac glass. That's a proper glass, you know. <laughs> that's a pro. That's the that's the proper glass, isn't it? Like when you're, real you know, glass. Yeah, my mom's got the guest in there. She hey, just go to the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh... yeah. Well, back on topic. Um, shouts out to him for getting to where he got to of having to say, and for even like at the time he had he was sticking a middle finger up at Nike and to be able to go over here and um do what he's done, even after Drake had his his lyric he had and that, and that, that still didn't do real things, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Kanye's kind of been a success. I what just... It? What's the... Um, is, was it... Um, Checks over French stripes. stripes. Checks over stripes, isn't it? Oh, yeah, and you also said on the French record as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Even like the this, G don't went off with 50s, you know me? Yeah, so he, he, had, he, had some, he had some lyrics, didn't it? Um, I just... It was weird for me because I, I went to revisit the... 2013 Breakfast Club interview. I think that's the first time he sat down with Charlemagne, um, Anjali, and uh, DJ Envy. And he was talking about like producing like a Zara H&M level and like price points and that. And then the stuff come out, not only was it crap, it was mad expensive. So all the, all the stuff he complained that's about, you wanted to be part of that club, innit? And I can't knock that, but don't preach a certain thing to get your way there. And then when you get there, now... Can I have them some empathy and be like, you know what? He's in business with certain people. Maybe he doesn't have control over the price points. Maybe he's got I to give a that, little to get a little. Like when mm. when I'm hearing the stuff, you're kind of similar with like um. He's an owner, man. I think he's got he's got um. Yeah, he was just lying, bro. He was just lying, man. Yeah. Like the clothes are oh, swag, yeah. by the way. I want people That's to know what I'm the saying. Like that swag. walking dead control. Like I'm yeah. I'm not paying. Man said walking dead couture. Like, it's right, facts, cause... I'm not going to go and spend five bills on them gums so I can look like a zombie. Like, no. <laughs> Bro, I'm not doing that, cuz. Man said zombie 11. Fam, <laughs> I ain't like... even going to lie to you, though. The footwear... What you I rate can't it? give it to him. I it's improved. It. The, footwear, the initial footwear, I always said knock off of the Rocher runs. It has improved. It has mm. improved. I, 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 I like I like the Wave Runner ones, but really and truly, it's um for me as an ex sneakerhead, I'm not massively yeah. impressed. But what it is is Kanye is so cool, and because he steered summer hip hop fashion at one stage, everyone is still putting him on that pedestal, which makes sense, obviously, in it. Of course. But like personally, for myself. I'm not on it, but like you're saying, you have to respect him because he made a billion and I'm a big believer in the power of positive thinking and manifestation. If I told you I would do something, I might not know how I'm going to do it or when I'm going to do it, but I'm planning on getting there. And you can ask that all the way back from like primary school and secondary school. There's things I was saying that even that I'm doing now, people would turn around and be like, yeah, he always said that. Like he always said he'd do that. Yeah. So like, that's why I don't feel like I've got to the place where I feel like I'll end up because I know I'm still on this journey. And seeing Kanye do that, it's inspiring. But big up Kim as well for lifting him out of that 50 mil debt 
and teaching him how to finesse and bringing him to a new audience and all that stuff. It's a real power couple, man. Mm. It's even problems, isn't it? Because I'm not sure he realised the kind of level of paparazzi that would have come with him getting with her. But No, he does. He does. He does. No, Kanye, Kanye is very aware of what he's getting into. That's what it, part of the attraction. No, no, no. But the thing is, is that like you can be aware of something here, yeah, but until you're in it, you won't really feel the magnitude of it. Do you I, know what I'm saying? Man, I get you, but he weren't um, some throwaway actor. He wasn't like... No, no, no. But, this is Kanye West. Yeah, yeah no, no. He, I, I'm just saying, this is my opinion. I honestly feel like the point you're making... He was very aware. That was part of the appeal. He's an egomaniac. He likes yeah. the attention. He likes the bright lights. He likes being in front of the camera. He wants someone of that ilk beside him. And that was part of the attraction. He wanted to have Kim because she was a hit girl. So all that paparazzi stuff, he knew what was coming with that. He knew what that was. Yeah, no, no, no. That, there's that. Go on. So go on, Vance. No, I was saying I was that. Saying, I was saying there's that. <laughs> See, this is a funny thing with not recording in one studio. Yeah, for real. But go, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. You go. I was just saying that if you listen to early Kanye, the exact woman that Kim is is the woman that he said he wouldn't end up with. Yeah. But like, I don't care. You Bro, love you him, Mr. Rainey. Him. Like, I'm gonna marry your daughter. Yeah, I'm just saying that. Like, um, uh, now I'm with you, folks. Like, he, he, he wanted it, but I'm just saying that, like. Sometimes you want something, yeah, and then one, once you realise what it's like 24-7, yeah, and then you start to visibly be unhappy, you're just like, rah, maybe <laughs> I didn't realise how fucked it was going to be because, like, he's a celebrity anyways, do you know what I'm saying? Paparazzi's going to follow him all the time. He's, like, a controversial artist. Like, he's, you know, one of the main... He's, like, a heavy hitter within his industry. Yeah. Sometimes, like you'll enter a realm that you are aware of, but then you don't actually feel the the super effects and the after effects of that. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not I'm not saying it's wrong or right. I was just saying that like, yo, like, you know, at first he was literally like <laughs> I think he even got done for assault. Well, like, I'm right like, yeah, like but you know they're at a place now where they've from like the the moment that they got together to now, like they've actually created a mad empire. Because you've seen yeah. the rise of like um, Kylie Jenner as well. Like I just see that she just copped a thirty six million dollar mansion somewhere. Like, and I'm thinking, Jesus she had a billy Christ. before Kanye. Yeah, jeez. For him, can you can you can you see the madness what Kanye had to go through to get to his billy? All the work, studio, countless albums, to 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 then. Now make a large chunk of his money, obviously, off the uh, the sneakers and the clothes and stuff. And my girl gets there a lot quicker in that. Boy, the game's a game, isn't it? And five, it based I on went from five beats a day for three summers yeah. to a billy. Listen, I, I salute it, but I just like, I look back and I was like, hmm, can I really agree with the the, the petty white community who were like, hmm, I told you so. You know, just didn't see his vision, didn't understand what he was trying to say. No, we heard him loud and clear. This is me, obviously speaking. We heard him loud and clear. And I understand why a lot of people at the time is probably still now are sceptical of Donny. Me, two things can be true. Like, I can feel this way and still be like, I rate your, I rate where you've got to. But I just didn't rate what you did during that time period. Like Scully said, we've not even really had an explanation for... Actually, maybe we have. I think he was open about mental health struggles. 
So you, you have a couple of bags. And I can, like, I don't know. I don't want to throw, like, like a cold dampener on how he really was. But I know the victim bag is a good bag to be in, isn't it? So if after you have, if you have, after you have controversy, no, listen, let's, let's talk flizzy. This off the cuff. Nothing's off the table. You're, you're absolutely it, there, there are, you're right. There are a couple of bags. If you're, if you're in scandal and you want to turn things around, you put yourself in the victim bag. Like I said, I don't know categorically if you had mental health issues or not. But because we have to take that thing seriously, when that comes out, you tell us you're not taking your medication, you're having these streams of consciousness and you're moving erratic, we start going, hmm. I was on IG be... Live underneath a random train station calling out Drake. He was running around like he's pack. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's had outbursts, man. Yeah. My favourite one is when he, had the, um, when he had the outburst at Wiz Khalifa because he thought Wiz Khalifa was calling... KK, he thought that he was talking about Kim Kardashian. Uh, and obviously, Wiz had been with Amber Rose. He's like, don't ever mention my wife. And Wiz was like, bro, like, KK, can you yeah, push, Then it started man? to get mad disrespectful, man. Started Wiz, talking it, about like, the kids and that. He was moving mad. He was moving mad. Well, maybe I can't be tall and skinny and wear cool clothes, but I'll settle for being the greatest stylist of our generation. I was like, rush. Well, this- like, you really want to be tall and skinny, <laughs> innit? Bro, no, he's no, no. What he said was mad. He said, "Um, without me, like I own your son. Like if I'm, son, yeah, yeah, yeah. Without me, you wouldn't have a son." And Amber Rose put him in a body yeah. bag by by calling yep. the fingers in the booty ass bitch. I was like, "You ain't got, you ain't, you ain't got slut shaming." But at the same time, he sent for you so you could fire back. That's why I tell men, then boy, if you, you got, got kinks, if you got kinks, don't do with certain women, bro, because <laughs> they'll tell yeah, the streets. Bro, you meant, bro, you meant, you mentioned her youth, fam. She's gonna light you up because she's been with you in it. I respect yeah. that still. Yeah. And whether it's true or not, you you won the exchange, innit? That was funny. That was funny still. He's mad, cause for what, what, mean, what's what's everyone's stance on Kanye? Just to like to conclude, like, do we do we care about him? Like, do we still have that view of what we had of him when you know he was like a fully fledged artist, and you know with the albums that we all like know and love? Uh, if he comes back with a banging album then I'll pay attention to it. And if it's good, I'll give it the plaudits it deserves. But um, even I the life I, of Pablo, a lot of people were like trying to say that it no, was no, I, I stand by the album. I think that's an amazing album. And I think he should have done a bit more of that on Jesus King, where like had more of the features and let those people do that. Obviously he's got the choir on there, but mm. let those people tell the story. Like That's a cheat code. Yeah. It worked on Life of Pablo, innit? Bro, have you had um, Real Friends? Was it, what's it? Um, no more parties in LA. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorite kind of like, I, I don't, I don't, beam, beam. I don't understand how people say Life of Pablo is a dead album. I personally, I loved it. I, I, even got, I, even got, I, I got title for it at the time. I got title for it at the time. Yeah, yeah, for real. I, I was feeling like it. But yeah, if, back on point, if he released the album, I'll listen to it. I'll give it his plaudits if it's good, if it's crap. I'll speak my opinion. Yeah, because yeah, I remember like you were like, yeah, I'm not listening to um, Yay. Yeah, Vans. At the time, I'm, I was uh, I generally was turned off, and maybe I fell in love with the my opinion of him too much. And I can I can be honest about that because yeah, yeah of course. The first two albums I ever bought in life were Don't Flog Me, College Dropout, and um, R. Kelly's Chocolate Factory. I know he's cancelled, but at the time, yeah, 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 yeah. That album was hard. What do you yeah, mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were the first two albums I bought. So, and at a time period where I was listening to a lot of aggressive, violent music, it was nice to have. Some an artist who spoke my perspective, like, yeah, I'm, I was maybe going through a weird 
transition as a young teenager. But I mean, he I was, was throwing into assault his manager. That's fine. That's fair. But Jesus walks us on there, you know, family business. Like, it was all relatable stuff to me. Like, I was in church. Sunday, Friday, Wednesday. I was in church a lot, so Jesus Hooks was, was a vibe. That was a cold up, like cold song for me. Bringing the Bible to that. Come on, bro. Bibles, Bibles. You know the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> you know the vibes. Dude, that's real stuff, you know. So, like, I was thoroughly enjoying the album, and I think the point I'm trying to make is maybe, like, looking back and just adding a bit of context, I fell in love with that version of him that I really liked. Um, and then obviously George doesn't care about black people, so I agreed with him when he was doing stuff that I liked, innit? But even mm. within that. He had egomaniac ways. He had ways where, like, maybe that rubbed people the wrong way. But because it it fit into the narrative that I like, I wasn't upset. Then, obviously, he has the first misstep. Maybe he had one before, but the first, like, real big misstep was the whole Taylor Swift thing. So when we get to now... Time, Scott, though, did you see it as a misstep? Did you, like, were you, like, did you have sympathy for Taylor? No, no, no there was fans. I was like, that's a nigga moment. But I don't mm. mind. <laughs> He was drinking Henny straight. He was yeah, drinking. He was drinking Henny straight. straight, and he was gripping Amber Rose's bum on the red carpet. I mean, he was living the life. He was living, the, and he was wearing leather at the time. And Tim's, come on, Vans, leather, Tim's, and Hennessy. That's in the- <laughs> bro. You know he's on violence. Come on, man. <laughs> Grease. In the words, he's kept to Grease. So Green. yeah, we, we fast forward, and I think Scarlett. I keep trying to. I'm trying to um, spit it out. Scully mentioned that to get to this this point of like a billionaire, not to be like a lefty loony, as he said. Someone has to be a casualty in it. Um, and I feel like you may have someone in the office or someone in the food chain of like Adidas and production. On a musical level, um, Tiana Taylor was a casualty for me because the album wasn't presented how it should have been presented. Like, there's. Nah, the band no, was. <laughs> no, that, but the band. That's, that's way earlier. Man, that's, that's way earlier. And to be honest with you, I don't, I don't, I don't hold Kanye for that. That's the band's fault. He went too nah, early. Nah, nah, nah. There's Kelly casualties. I blame is. Kanye. Mr. Hudson, Mr. Hudson was like, oh, oh. shit over here. Yeah. And then, boom, he went Mr. good music. Hey, listen, and now Mr. he's like doing ITV and Broadway, not really. Hey, but he's got that Jay-Z feature, though, that Forever Young. <laughs> I'm not hey, about all that. There. Flipping, you who else? Designer. Designer was a casualty. Designer, casualty. Designer, Designer had the Designer second best album. That good music thing. It was Pusha T, then it was blame Designer. Yeah. yeah, designer designer could have gone to any label. That was never gonna work long term, bruv. Timmy Turner. It should have yeah, worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them man, them, they're good music, bro, but really they weren't trying to put time into it. The second even Big Show was fallen by the wayside and like Nah, he has the man. He's he's bro. making he's he's <laughs> that's how I know he's jobless at the moment. He's making Janae Iko come eight times in a day. Nine, fans. Put some respect on the nine, nine. I swear down, yeah. yeah, yeah is it yeah, in a day yeah. or, or in like? Is it like in like three rounds? Like because over a day, it's possible. I'm quoting what they said. They said in a day, in it. So don't try to add some sauce in it. Because <laughs> no, I'm saying like in a day, yeah. that's like time, time. Come on, man. Yeah, you can, you can. Come on, man. Why are we impressed by that? It's a whole day, but like. <laughs> like, like Scully the hair in like back to back sessions. I'm not even hating because like you know when you like. You know when you go hotel for like for like forty eight hours. Yeah, we're yeah. going with this. Yeah, like, on come balcony, on, man. Yeah. like you're gonna clock numbers, isn't it? That's when you bring your A game. You came, you came to shoot, cause like you're not, you're not coming there to just give the media performance. Yeah, you, you want that man of the match award, bro. Fam, you consume different energy when you, yeah. when you get to the hotel. And you want to be, you want to be all of the match of the day highlights. You know what I'm saying? You're trying like, to get your money's like, worth. hundred percent. But if it was like 
nine times over like two, three rounds, like back to back to back. He's doing loads because he's doing loads. That's stamina. Bro, you got you got to go harder, yeah, in a, in a hotel room when you're drinking off the mini bar because that should be expensive. What you're drinking off the mini bar? Yeah, I'm, I haven't reached that level super, yet. You super saying, fam, I'm going blunt. <laughs> if I'm drinking from the mini bar, then because <laughs> that's facts, now. Nah. If I'm drinking from the mini bar, it's a late checkout straight away. Yeah. And we're trying to beat Big Sean and Jalei's record 100%. Listen, sick. If you're really Man trying to get your money, you're blonde like the Ivorian dons. No, 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 no. Super saying, fam. I'm telling you, that mini bar be expensive, bruv. If you're trying to get your money's worth and then <laughs> she she draws for the drinks in the mini bar, mm, you got to go even yeah, more yeah. ham. Mm. But she should have some home chain in there and ask you before she does that. Unless you know, unless you said like, "Yo, it's good." No, 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 <laughs> man, nah. drink exactly. off his, drink off his money, babe. He invited you to the hotel. Man. Drink off his money, man. These niggas got money, man. <laughs> hey, listen. Unless, unless you're, you're at, the Rio, at the Rio, at the Rio in Jamaica, where where you got the Appleton on deck in the room. I can't wait till the day that I can just go for young, all inclusive holidays with babes because I feel like it. I can't even know I'm too tough, but like hey, all inclusive is lit. You stay like there. each other. And I'm just like, yo, what are you saying? What, should we go flipping, what, Puerto Rico for four days? What, are you on that? For yeah. four days? Scully That's when you live... know you're flexing. No, Scully wants to live like Puerto a Rico. For four yeah, days? Yeah, I do. I'm a thought. Get me lit. Rest <laughs> in peace, Pop Smoke. That's what I'm on, cuz. That's actually what I'm on. Like, come on, man. Bro, like, you, I would love you... to be able to do that. Do you know what, yeah? If Foles was ever to tell me, yeah, oh, yeah. Man's flying to Puerto Rico for four days. I'll be like, yeah, you're making too much peace. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, yeah. If, if, Bro, that's if, a city break. And man, are going to fucking yeah. Puerto Rico. Bro, the next babes to chat to me nice, yeah. We might just, when lockdown is done, we might hit somewhere in Europe for a quick four, four five days. Oh, so what, done off the talking stage and go straight into the vacation? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, that's what I'm on. I need you that. Are, you lot are chatting shit, fam. Once this thing is done, yeah. Everything's going to go back to normal, bruv. No, 100% some people are, but you need to align some ducks. Everyone, everyone's talking about what they will do after quarantine is over. You man are just, you man aren't doing shit, fam. Nah, you. you need to align some ducks. This is why people who are lotioning <laughs> people in gal, yeah? Some of, some, some, some of the men were talking about, yeah, I'm lotioning gals. You know, in week one when house party was popping, I was like, you man, you fucked up, Bukar. I'm telling you now. Was it a clean There's up? No team? venues opening up, no restaurants are opening up. Like this lockdown is going to be a most of the year thing, isn't it? So, what you need to do is be mad patient, yeah? Take your time with it. Maybe sow some seeds that you'll reap in 2021 and just give yourself one, maybe two main things, yeah? You know that as soon as lockdown ends, we are coming to collect. So, what can man do like a, a comeback tour like during the quarantine? Uh, what, X things? Yeah, like can man do a comeback? Bro, um, the government said you have to stay within your home and young ads said home pussy good. So Wait, what? Home pussy makes you feel safe. So it's still underneath government guidelines, I guess. It's fine. I'm all for the remontada. The, 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 the quick comeback. Boy. I can't send this message still. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Or just looking down on us singletons like you, you niggas. 
No, no. He's co-signed the message. I can't, I can't the message. message come on, big homie, man. What's wrong with you, man? I said big homie. <laughs> bro, you can't be uh, risking it with people. Robe, can only and, be... And, uh, you get a nigga in a robe and a bonnet and they start talking slick. Uh, Scully, if you could see me on the FaceTime right now, I've got this. <laughs> this the, I mean, bro, the bonnet. Mm. Mm, mm, and, mm. And, and his name stitched on the robe, you know. Come on. Yeah, that's that's icy. Come see, on, this that, is... Because oh, I need to get in, in love soon, man. Oh, what, you're streets, on a love They're, they're cold, man. The streets are cold. People my age, yeah? The streets I'm 26 going on 27, but people my age glorify the streets. Streets don't bang, man. I've had enough of these lies. Streets ain't, streets ain't forgiving, man. <laughs> I want to be at home, because let me in. <laughs> you don't want to be at home, bruv. Oh, wait, so you know, well, you know what's falling pop smoke screaming, nigga, we outside. You know, you want to be inside, isn't it? It's all right, bruv. You want to <laughs> be inside. I'm like future, because I'll be real with you, folks. I'm like future, yeah? Man's out here. I'm in the streets, and I do my thing, innit? I bust my shots, yeah? But the reality is I'm in pain, yeah? I'm traumatised. Okay. <laughs> so someone look after me. I'm in severe pain. <laughs> I can't turn this neck. <laughs> I want to be doing hella shit, man. I want to be getting a puppy with my girl and having a having a oh, role You're, you're ready for love, love. Do you know what's um, so funny? Bro. We're having a proper good conversation at Cardi. We segued, yeah. Scully got into his bag about Big Sean, and now we're here. He's telling us that he wants love and that. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah, it's like, Big Sean's fault. I see him with Janae Icon. That I need that because. Okay, cool. Two little people just in love. Wow, cute. <laughs> We talking about Big Sean and Janae? Yeah, we are. <laughs> well, <laughs> kids in love. Uh, it runs out, out of order, man. Uh, you know what I've been loving recently, though, man? My, my rhythm, man. Billie Jean, Billie Jean. Hey. Oh, oh, my gosh. Gosh. Hey, I'm going to play that at the beginning. Do you know what it is, yeah? I'm like, rah, like, there's no signal, yeah? NS10 v10. They're low-key busing songs. Because I see people on the timeline asking, like, oh, yeah, what's this tune? What's this tune? What's that tune? And I ain't even going to lie to you, yeah. I was listening to the Billie Jean thing, yeah, the 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 Christian Dior remix, yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. Is that Lingala I hear in this tune? <laughs> and I was like, yo, wheel it immediately. I needed hey, to wheel that? it immediately. But... um. Is yeah. that two Congolese artists with bust that one in CK? I'll let you lot talk about oh, it, innit? I yeah, don't know. CK. You, you but listen, you like lot. obviously, like um, because everyone's so engrossed in the clashes and stuff, yeah. Like we're sticking around for the break because you lot are playing tunes. And when that tune came on, I was like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> let me shazam this immediately. I need mm. I needed to know it. And <laughs> I go on a timeline and I see everyone else talking about it. Obviously, like, it's a song that we all know, yeah? So, that like, there's, like, an element of, like, banter to, to it as well. No, it bangs, yeah, man. Yeah. It bangs. It's, it's, ain't, it it's ain't a parody thing. Billie Jean, Billie Jean, hey. Nah, but the thing is, the problem is, with the UK, yeah, we've got artists who could do that, by the way. Yeah. Who are, but we don't take them serious for whatever reason. So, for example, from Northwest, there's that, you, that um, I'm an alien, I'm a legal alien. In London, oh, see the, that oh, one? the older brother, yeah, yeah, yeah. But why is Scully low key trying to hit notes? Huh? Bro, <laughs> Scully's auditioning, he's auditioning for his brain. That's what it was. Are you, you know hearing? Choir boy? 
Are you hearing him? Huh? <laughs> what, you didn't know? I'm... Hey, listen, I'm a real quiet boy. Don't make me stand up, because when I stand up, it's a rap, cuz. Oh, what, your Sunday service drive, yeah? Huh? Not even Sunday service. Fam, I'm lead vocalist, fam. Swear down. I don't want no back and chats with me. No, no nah. back and That's how Scully's getting the babies, pamming all the babies in the choir. Man. That's why, bro. Scully went and got like 25 new followers no, from black women. No comment. Yeah, I was no like, comment. Yes. No comment. I was like, I love black women. I'm just like to say, but you're right, bands. That agenda that I was running on the show was killing me because Alika and a couple other people, Jamila, Martha, were saying it, and the more they said it, the more black women followed me. And I was like, right, this is lit. Prosper, this is actually lit. This is like the best reverse psychology ever. Keep it, keep it coming. Okay, this racism, I need that. Is this that new age racism? (laughs) More of that. So from Karen's. (laughs) <laughs> do you want to read that, a tweet and get your opinion yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah let's go I genuinely believe the reason male friendships last longer is because they don't g-check each other or hold each other accountable if I start moving mad my mates tell me these can be difficult conversations I know if I was permanently moving mad I'd likely be dropped out because that shared morals middle ground would have disappeared for men as long as your boys loves FIFA slash football fucks bitches, has banter, uh-huh. it's all systems go for life. The only time men do check their boys is when it comes to being territorial over a woman. End tweet. Women do not... Women think they understand men more than they do. I'm not going to lie. And like, cool. Like, believe what you want in it, but that's not... It depends on a friend, man, because, hey, listen, I've had to G-check a few friends and we're not friends anymore. Get around no more. The reality is, it, was, it, here, it wasn't. It wasn't a G check to end a friendship. They just didn't like the home truth. Yeah. Yes. But the reality is with men. Yeah, the, I think the reason why we're friends for longer is one: the things that are big deals to us are not the same as women. So, yeah, I'll be real. Yeah, um, and with their for their own thinking and reasoning, and it makes sense. And I'm probably going to get flames for this. But a woman can disagree with someone because they ignore their FaceTime. I've had that argument this week. Or they miss a birthday meal or something like that, yeah? And that's a big deal to them because of their belief and value system, what they think is important to them, which is important to them, isn't it? We have no business in saying what is or isn't. But for men, like, all right, cool. I'm cool with you, man. I invite you to my birthday. You both can't make it for whatever reason. That's whatever. Because the very next week you'd be like, yo, football, or let's go get food or whatever. And I'd be like, yeah, cool, whatever. Like, it's not impacting me in any way. It's not certain Friendship things that weigh in on our minds. Basically. Do you get what I'm saying? And the other thing as well is if it has, if it is a problem to me, because of the way male banter and friendship and that is set up, I can just say to you like, yo, that yeah, I'll come get food with you, but you're a prick, you know, you missed my birthday meal. And you might be like, ah, oh, bro, I was busy. And I'll be like, oh, it wasn't even that deep. We might even have a quick, quick, small 10-second scrap and then boom, move past it. it. It's gone. Like, it's gone. Like, the issue is dead in there. But in the different ways that men and women communicate, I think they might might not address the women, the issue too late. And then it kind of builds up, builds up and becomes a bigger issue. And I could be wrong there. And of course, I'm generalizing. But that's how I see friendships from the outside, from a male's perspective. Mm, what do you think, Vans? Nah, I hear you. Um, there's various different elements to it, man. Um, and I think there's 
a broader conversation to be had, like in regards to what they mean by G check. So obviously, like the whole birthdays and stuff like that, it's all trivial in it. But like when there's real issues going on, or like there's been situations where like it definitely warrants a telling off, not even just a talk. And like to some people, it's like like later, who are you? Like you can't tell me off this, that, and the other. But sometimes for the sake of your friendship and what you believe in, but you still want to hold on to that friendship. It's like these conversations never happen in it. It's just like, Oh yeah, he did a mad thing, boy. Like, and then it's forgotten about. And then obviously like, uh, it's only going to enable and um, cause that person to repeat what he's just done because a conversation, a conversation has, has never been had. Now, it's easy to generalize because a lot of people don't know the nature of other people's friendships either. So like a lot of people see my friendship with Foles like on a surface in it because we pod together. Talking, talk your shit. There's a lot of shit like that goes on behind what we do on a weekly basis, which is record this podcast. But like we have real conversations and like if Foles needs to, um, give me that pep talk or tell me to fix up or like, you know, certain things and vice versa. Like these are some of the things that we have, but to some people it's like, oh yeah, you know, men don't hold each other accountable for certain things, but like it's, you have to tailor it. But um, I don't know, man, like a lot of people speak from their own experiences, but for me personally, um, I do get that element of, or I do get the sentiment of where she's coming from. So you do With, hear a little bit about the. I the do. Teacher. I do hear it. Like I'm not. I'm not dismissing it. At, like at all. Do you know what I'm saying? Because like I've seen it firsthand. And like I was saying to you, like when certain situations occurred, and you quote unquote G check your brethren, they may not like that, and then they decide to remove themselves completely because they don't want to hear what you're saying to them. Do you know what but I'm saying? But then so, like, that, I've not, not invalidates. Friendships have ended. Do you know what I'm saying? Due to like telling someone the, the, their home truths or like a situation has occurred and you don't agree with it. And like, you know, some man, like they're a bit like, you know, that whole fuck what, fuck what my bro done. That's my jigger. Like that mentality. With an asterisk. I always tell you. With an asterisk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like a lot of shit like where, where the Donny could do something and you expect you to back him when you're like, wait, hold on. You've just moved so mad here. I can't. I can't co-sign that. Yeah. And then they'll turn around and be like, "What do you mean? Like what? Like so? What you're siding with the other per? Like do, do you get what I'm saying? It, it it can turn pretty tense after that. And like like from my experience, it's ended friendships. But in that, so, in, in in your experience, though, you it it kind of goes against what she said. You've held the individual accountable. The outcome yeah. may not be best, but the catalyst of that of you maybe not being as close or there being no communication, not being friends, is the fact that you've held that person accountable and said, listen, X, Y, and Z, I don't agree with, you've not done right, and you've made sure they're fully aware of how you feel and mm. you can pull them up on, on what's been done. And she, from what she tweeted out, she feels that's why our relationship lasts longer because we don't G-check enough to hold each other accountable. I definitely in my circles, I feel, I feel that's a little bit of a reach. I can see and understand. Yeah, I know, yeah. and I think 
what she's alluding to, if I'm going to keep it a buck towards the end, is um, a lot of the social media stuff and um, when stuff like anti-black women tweets or people are accused of sexual-related misconduct, shall I say. Yeah. I think, if I'm really, really being honest and reading between lines, I think that's what she's referring to on social media, especially, in it? I could be wrong. Um, she's been on a podcast before. Shout out to Four Ends. You're giving us some content, so thanks for tweeting and that. We've got some shit to talk about. Shout out to she's been on a podcast and uh, we'll definitely have her on again at some point. But um, I think from what I've seen consistently on the internet, I think that's what she's alluding to more. I think in real life, like, I'm not saying my brains are like, yo, if you ain't on 100 bags, you can't sit with us. But (laughs) my friends, um, my friends definitely keep me on my square. And like, we have some real conversations and like, especially, you know, the only that like you're really cool with, but you may not, like you have a long history with, but just because of life for maybe say relationships and moving and moving at home and whatever, you don't see them them or speak to them all the time. But when you do, they'll be like, they're checking like, yo, what's going on with the pod? And so what's the plan? I have no origin fully like, you know when a man, he's not greasing you, but he's like, brother, what's going on in it? Like, do you want to be at a certain level forever? What are you doing? Or like, what's happening? You're going to move out or you're doing this or you're still working there. You told me you wanted to leave that place. Those to me will count as holding each other accountable. Mm. And it comes from a place of love because Donnie said, he's seen me saying I've got a passion for something or seen me saying I'm not happy at my place of work or I may want to move out. or So what's going on? You know, like, yeah. Those aren't necessarily things that you're doing wrong, though. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... They're your, still valid, your, though. They're still valid. They're no, still no, valid. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Like, I'm not trying to invalidate it. I'm not trying to say that they are not valid. Mm-hmm. I think, like, where Forens' energy was coming from is when you do the mad wrong. Thing. Yeah, the mad when thing. When you do the mad thing, when you do wrong, are your friends holding you accountable or are you being G-checked at that point? Or are people letting it slide in order to enable certain behaviours. I put it this way, yeah. You probably know I'm referring to, and if you don't, I'll tell you off air, yeah. There's a donny that's around some of my brethren um, and he's been accused of some stuff mm. yeah, on more than one occasion, innit? Not being charged of anything. Use your imagination. You can read between the lines what I'm saying. Is, like, accused of the mad thing, mad thing, innit? Yeah. You know? um, even to the point where, like, when I got told, I was like, brother, Donnie can't be around, man. He can't chat to man. You know, he knows what's up in it. And I was happy when I found out that a couple of men, they fisted him up. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, you have to get fisted, innit? That's, that's, there's still more can be done, you know? Um, but that's not the G checks that she was talking about, but hey, but no, 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 the shoe fits. Listen, hey, everyone's definition of a G check is different. different, yeah, yeah. You know? right. And this is right. the thing, this is the thing. I think part of what she's talking about and part of where it comes from is the fact that men Come we right, will often have conversations right. not in the public eye, okay? So, like, so for example. I'm going to use him as an example because he's actually my boy in it and he's a dickhead. Jude might do something I dislike or I might do something. If I, I'll use myself as the example. Yeah. Today I tweeted about how much I didn't like Eminem, yeah? And Jude <laughs> came to the group chat that was me and our boys and he was like, oh, bro, you might not want to do that because of, you know, career opportunities and that. It might slow you down on certain things. And I was like, oh, respect for telling me that, bro. But at the same time, Fuck him in a minute, so I don't, <laughs> I don't really think that's going to slow down my trajectory. And if it does, like, fuck him. Yeah. But that being said, like, do you know what I'm saying? He can tell me that in private. Yeah. If he says something 
or does something that I slightly disagree with or fully disagree with, I'll approach him in private because that's my actual boy in it. I can have a conversation with him without trying to publicly shame him and make it more about a witch hunt or a dragon yeah. than a teachable moment. Yeah. And if somebody is truly your friend and at one point you saw nothing but good in them, or even if you didn't just see nothing but good, but like you saw that, that like kernel of good that was important enough, yeah. then it's more important that you have a teachable moment with them so that they learn from what they've done wrong. And regardless of what they go next, that they know what they did was not right and that they come through a slightly better person or at least understand where people are coming from, where they judge them. And that's my whole problem with what was going on with the timeline at the weekend. I don't think anybody was having teachable moments. The way they were dragging everybody out. And well, well, just, just for context, sorry, Scully, just for context, yeah. like, just let people know what you're referring to just so we can so they can follow what we're, what we're discussing currently as we, as we go off this little tangent. Yeah, so um, on the timeline, basically... Um, there was how did well okay this is ridiculous the way it started was a guy called White Bleach was making cake cake trays and um for for £30 some of them with Hennessy some with Malibu some were just sprinkles they look really good and some one hater started off by saying oh I can't believe you guys think a guy who bakes cakes is sexy and then a next hater was like, oh, I wouldn't even pay £30 for a cake. I can buy all the ingredients for £5, then make it. And then go and make your bloody cake, If it's that easy, go and make your cake. But listen, I've tried one of the cakes, innit? Listen, my missus bought a tray in it, like, and the cake was nice, bruv. So. And it's not, and the thing is as well, yeah, it's like, who cares about your level of what you think masculinity is? Oh, what? Man can't be a man because he bakes a cake. Bro. Go date your next man then. It's none of your business. Like, you don't actually have to interact with anything. Anyway, a third hater jumped on and said, oh, he's bad enough, but he's even worse that you support this other cake maker who has an anti-black man. Okay, I think you're referring to someone tweeted out that um, people are supporting a a baker whose, I think, boyfriend has had anti-black woman tweets, if I'm right. Yes, yes. So, so just, Which, just, just to get a, uh, you know, a rounded understanding of the whole cake gate, and what, and, yes. and what inspired all these uh, people being dragged it's left right. Yeah, it's just like it's ridiculous. It's like you, this mess has started when it didn't need to. And don't get me wrong, do not get me wrong. You should hold people accountable. There are discussions to be had. We need to examine the whole history of misogynoir and anti-blackness, particularly pertaining to women within our culture and why we talk about them and mistreat them in such a way in the black community. Like, that is a conversation that needs to be had and we need to do something constructive around it. This Donny selling £30 cakes Mm -hmm. was not supposed to be the catalyst of that conversation. (laughs) Donny just wanted to make some cake, give some away to the NHS... And you've made him some sort of figurehead of a conversation that really and truly the person bringing up doesn't even have the range for. <laughs> like, mm. what's going on here? So, so anyway. It's kind of part of like, you ain't got the range to her. Because, <laughs> no, because you know what it is, yeah? People get it twisted because sometimes I tweet about my roast and I argue about music, like, so people think that I just know music and, and, being a fuck, but like man's late, didn't it? Late, what? 
And the reality is hey, like, shout out to Scully, aka Layer Cake. You know the vibes. Because <laughs> the reason why I'm not chatting about these other things is I, I acknowledge that a lot of people aren't ready to discuss them because they don't they don't want to learn. They don't want to have intelligent debate and they haven't actually done any research into these things or yeah. care about them on that level. So like more time, I'll just try to skirt these conversations. But anyway, Donnie, who was, I don't want to bait them up because I don't care. They've left Twitter. Like, oh, is it he, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he tweeted saying like, oh, why are you talking about me? It's not even true. He denied it basically. Then his girl came out and said, I don't know why you're accusing my man of something like this when we're talking about fake pound cakes, which is true. <laughs> and then somebody found the old anti-black tweets and he was like, oh shit, they got me. He was caught me slipping. Came out, tried to do apology, but they were just on his neck talking about how he's terrible. Then they found her, not necessarily directly anti-black tweets, but definitely racially insensitive tweets about like, oh, my family don't want me to be a black man, but I am anyway. And then she said the word Zizak wasn't racist. And everyone was like, well, it is. No, so. listen, then man, stop fucking a rebellious girl. No, bruv. Respect yourself, bruv. <laughs> bruv, how, how, can, how can your love for me, yeah, be based on rebellious nature? Like, I want to rebel against my father, so I'm going to go and get this black man. Brother, come on, love yourself, bro. No, no, no. It's mad still, it's mad. But yeah, so that that was that was the kickoff. That was about five, six, seven p.m. Scully's got the timestamps, you know. Unfortunately for him, because you know what it is, yeah. Sometimes man will be praying because that night there was a clash in it. There's an NS10 v10. Okay. So I was on the timeline promoting that, and I saw this, and I was ignoring it. Like I was just this is nonsense. Like Donnie is just trying to sell Malibu cake. What's going on? <laughs> and then the clash ended, <laughs> and everyone was like, "Cool." Oh, what clash done? And I was thinking, oh, they'll be distracted by the clash. Like it's done, isn't it? We're in neutral ground. Nah, clash ended and the timeline woke up. It began from midnight. They're getting niggas out of here. Like, finding right, people's cool. old, um, yeah, old tweets. Yeah, they're like, cool, we dealt with my man. Let's talk about it. That was literally immediately after the clash. And they're like, cool, here's this person. Let's get this person out of here. Then what it would be is someone would comment. And they'll be like, what? Why are you commenting? Let's get you out of here. Then they find their old tweets. Next person would comment. And they'll be like, what? Why are you commenting? Let's get you out of here. I see like Lippy commenting saying like, see, this is mad. Like we should be doing this. Someone's like, what? Lip- Lippy, I know you're not talking. Then they found his old tweets. Because <laughs> it was just going around in some next circle. It got to the stage where it was like 3 a.m. People were tweeting. Like they were tweeting people's old reckless tweets, knowing the person was asleep, and then tweeting a, uh, videos of like memes of like you see in power where flipping ghost is like, wake up, wake up, little nigga, it's time to go. <laughs> I was thinking, raw, like, but at the time I was like, this is kind of funny, and it's a conversation to be had. But during the next day, I, I was like, bruv, this is a proper, this is devaluing the conversation that I said mm. needs to be had. Yeah, because. The issue is, if you bring out one, two, three people, yeah, I get it. I understand. They need to be held accountable. They need to apologise. You don't have to forgive them, but they need to apologise and recognise what they did was offensive and how it could have hurt people and how it impacted people. The problem is, purge, man. when you're getting pure people, like you say, yeah, like a purge, Like at this stage, there's so many people guilty, there's not enough room in the prison to hold them all. <laughs> so none of the mans are even riding birds. Bro. Hey, man, so there's like, Corona on the timeline. Free the man them from the timeline. 
Have you, Whoa, have like, you ever seen such an apology tour from everyone at one bro. time? It, it, you know, it is, it's, I think what Scully's touched on, and I, I just want us to like round the conversation so we like, we understand where we're coming from and everyone listening understands. Obviously, we're specifically talking about old tweets and people being dragged for inflammatory stuff they said years ago. Some people, maybe last summer, some are more recent, whatever. Um, it derails... Like it takes away from what's going on. So I then start enjoying just like watching people do like, you know, like PSA saying that, you know, this is bad. This is wrong. And someone goes, you know what? This is what you did two years ago. So it's like no one can do the morality police because we don't know what you might have said a long time ago. And I just don't feel like that platform anyway, you're going to have any real concise or even like any half decent combo regarding the matter just because it becomes a game and people start doing stuff to each other based on agendas, who they don't like, who they do like. People get blithe based off following, you know. So we're not having a like a universal, okay, cool, this is what we're doing going forward. That person's out of here, this person's fine. It's all down to like relationships and how much you fuck or don't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's hundred percent it. And it's like there's certain people, like we're saying, we need to have a real conversation to be held accountable. Like you said, disgusting thing. Well, like, let's do it now, though, because I, I hear a lot of people saying we, we need to have conversations and we never have these conversations. Let's have it now, then. Why are we, why are we talking now once we've got the mics? And... All right, cool. Let me just say quickly that, like, we need to understand the nuances in these conversations. So there's people who said stupid things in 2010 to 2012 who have grown to be better people and we've seen it with our own eyes. And I'm not saying they shouldn't come out. They should come and apologise and still be held accountable for what they said. That's still part of the responsibility but we should also not place them to people who said disgusting things like rape jokes or like comparing black women to apes and like all sorts of madness. Like, yeah, but do you know what it is? Like, yeah, the not all crimes theme. are equal. The common theme, which is sad to say, is the black woman, the mm-hmm. dark skinned women, if you want to be particular yep. like that. Yeah. It's always like, so when um, we, we, we say that, oh, Twitter was a wild place um, once upon a time ago. Yes, it was, but why was it always down to the the um, the, the dark skinned woman being um, you know the center of of these jokes? I think this is what the where the frustration comes from. Yeah. Um, why do you think that's happening? Because we know this, we've had this before, we've spoken about it. Yeah, yeah. Let's get to me. But why do you think that that happened at that time? Why? Where do you think that comes from? I think is a question of so. It's, it's such a complicated conversation to be had, but there's it's a combination of blackness and people's proximity to whiteness being... So proximity to whiteness being celebrated and blackness being degraded, then in particular Africanness, and then already in that system, once that's already a thing and we're looking at race, you need to apply gender again. So... Already, if we're putting black people at the bottom of the pile because they're black, there's still patriarchy in that system. So you're better off if you're a black man than a black woman. Okay. So she's at the very, very bottom of that pile. So like, I think on behalf of the black men, it's probably us being like, I'm not saying that, um, but basically I'm saying that men would be like, cool, I'm already at the bottom of the pile, but I need to get a joke off on someone who else is down here with me? Who's below me that I can get the joke off on? And they would probably look at black women. So they'll, pun- they'll punch him down, basically. Yeah, I'm, I'm people, people are consistently punching down and the bottom of the pile 
was black women. Yeah. Still is, arguably. Well, no, nah, yeah, still is. And it's like, it is, it's a, it's a fucking shame, man. Because they've been through so much and still have to be through so much. And what is getting me saddened even more is that even now in this night of a hundred and thousand sprinkles, um, that's what we're calling it now, by the way, there is still black women taking the brunt. So it's people like from black podcasts led by black women and YouTubers like Nella Rose who are losing followers and being the topic of conversation about what they did when there's men who are making, like I said, jokes about rape, which is not funny or comparing women to animals and they're fine. They do, they wake, woke up, went on iPhone notes, dropped a one quick PR statement and then went back to Call of Duty like nothing ever happened. Just circled the block, bro. I hear you, but I think the same thing that you, you referenced in regards to proximity as well, like black men may have at that time period um, denigrated black women, I think is also part of the reason why, even though I don't think Nella's been cancelled, I think she'll be fine in the long run, but I think in the very like immediate what's happening right now, she's definitely lost followers. And in the field she's in, eyes and ears is what grants you money. She needs a certain following. She needs people on Instagram, people on the Twitter, people watching a YouTube video. So those numbers do matter. It's proximity again, because let's keep it a buck. And please, this is to be offensive. The people that are cancelling um, Nella Rose aren't demanding. Let's keep it a thousand. True. We're not her audience. We're not her demographic. We don't watch the video. I'm sure, listen, I'm not trying to be sad. There may be men that do. I've seen some content I enjoyed here and there, but for the most part, we're not her target audience, isn't it? So if she's losing followers, if she's getting dragged, just go and see her average. It's not the man them, isn't it? So I tweeted out earlier that it is ironic that the person who probably should get more empathy, should get more leeway, who should have a bit more understanding for, even if they are wrong, flog them, but flog them privately or within the community, however you're going to word it. Don't do this to her in the open and take away everything that's being built. Why should she mm. suffer so much? So there needs to be a conversation on that end, and, I, and I'm having it right now. But like, we need to support her more. That's just that's just my two pence on her in particular, because hers is very specific. A lot of her tweets came out. She's done the apology video. Um, I think her tweet's from, like, 2012. She's, like, 12 or 13. I'm going to keep it a buck, yes. bro. Like, I'm not holding no 12 or 13-year-old kid accountable for certain things. Like, and like, the thing I'm, is I'm, with I'm, her I'm is... Gonna, I'm going to allow you. Of course... They, unless it's like a super, super mad thing. I'm not talking the maddest of mad stuff, but like at 12, 13, what were you influenced by? What were older people on the internet doing? How were you conditioned growing up? What were you, you your, your mind's a sponge at the time, media, music, all these um, things. I'm not holding someone accountable of like the age of 12, 13, man. Like, come on. And this is the thing. She was saying herself during that period, she was going through so much it broke, so it, and the it, reason why I bro, believe it, it yeah, she does. She didn't even need to go through anything. Yeah, you're young. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Like when you're twelve, thirteen, you're going to say dumb shit, bro. Grown people are reckless on a daily basis. Like, don't 100%. have those expectations like on someone else. A hundred percent. And the worst thing about cancel culture is we deny the fact that people can make mistakes and grow past, which is what we are made to do as human beings. We learn through mistakes. But even more for Nella, being a dark-skinned black woman, you can tell what she was saying about like feeling self-hate and like not understanding herself. There's truth in that because do you know how much... And I think um, I was brought up by quite a pro-black mum and dad, but I didn't realise this as a kid. So I always grew up being proud to be Ugandan and then being proud to be African. 
yeah? yeah? That's how I looked at myself, right? And I remember finally, like, I had a cousin who used to cap heavy and be like, yeah, I'm half Indian <laughs> and half Egyptian. And then another one who was like, yeah, like, I'm half Jamaican, oh, half shit. something else. What even Ugandan? I was like, what? Like, Man, shut up. Hair in the mix, half Ugandan, half Egyptian. <laughs> Cause and she was dark skinned like me. I was like, you're not even getting away with that line, like. But I was always proud to be Ugandan, and maybe it's because I was stubborn and indignant, yeah. Yeah. And partially because my parents up like put that into me, yeah. But Nella didn't have that, so when I heard her say the thing about like I wasn't even proud to be African growing up, I remember wrestling a few feelings like that in it. Like I remember sometimes people come over, and I'll be like, oh shit, like. I hope we're not having pounded jam for dinner. And then they're like, what's this? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, I never hated being African. Like I was always, it was always something I was proud of. Like I felt visible at times, Yeah. but I didn't feel ashamed of it. Mm. So to hear her feel as a youth that she felt ashamed of it full stop. I'm like, yeah, she was clearly going through something. I'm Like I'm saying, I'm not, I don't think that absolves her of anything. She's clearly done wrong and no, people course, are allowed you, to be upset. Course, you, get, you get your flogging, but I just feel like the irony that someone who falls under that demographic of a darker-skinned black woman is holding a lot more corn is wild to me. Like That's that's super, super, super wild. Um, she's the person that had to experience it as well. Yeah, so she, she was like... She's the person that she's, she's, she was probably tweeting about. But in a weird way, yeah, I think... I, I, it might go against what I'm saying. I'm, maybe I'm a little bit happy it happened, especially someone so prominent. So it maybe does show that even though, yes, people were victims of that, a lot of people fall under that umbrella of also perpetrating well. and being involved in that commentary as well. So and if and I don't like I don't like being used for people's agendas, but I know a lot of men on the, on the internet will say, right, you lot are on to us about saying this, but you're also part of the problem. You also joined in. Yeah. Mm. You know, there's a whole thread yeah, of There's women a lot of it. Were... There's a lot of it, yeah. They tried to get friends of our three of our friends out of here. They tried to get Audrey out of here. I see Fred had to do some apology tweets as well. He had had some wild tweets. Yeah, Fred had had some wild tweets from back in the day. Um, And do you know what it is, yeah? I think with the thing of the way they reacted with Nella is I think it's a thing of... So I'm talking about black men punching down. I'm saying that doesn't excuse it. But that's probably the mentality and the reason why they did that. And... When it comes to them making friends of women, uh, Fred, sorry, of women who are saying anti-black things and the way they're dealing with like Nella Rose and some other women like Aloni and that, I think it's from like, if you're a black woman, you can't punch down. Like there's nowhere further to go. Yeah. But you could, you, you're on equal footing with these lot at least. Yeah. So at least you can hold them accountable. But maybe you have the, the caveat of them. being maybe a bit more fairer skinned or a bit more beautiful. So those things also play a part. So it's like, you know, that whole, you can't sit with us. Those things make they add. To that. I think they add to that. Vandy's shaking his head, but I, I genuinely believe they add to that. If, if you're if you're a fairer skinned, you're joining those jokes. You have colorism on your side. If you fall under the oh, yeah, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. I wasn't shaking my head at that. It's just like obviously the, the talk and the comments. You got me heated, didn't it? I was getting out. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. I, now I said you got me heated. I was getting out. I was getting hot. <laughs> No, it's mad because... Okay. Yeah, like I'm saying, and we do need to have this conversation and it's something that I hope you guys can get some uh, female friends to come in and discuss it because I think every platform needs to do what they can to have the conversations that need to be had. And work as well, because man man been talking for a long time. Do some work as well. And that's that's including us. Man man chat a lot in it, so let's do some work. This is it. This is why I didn't even want to 
commented on the timeline like we've been having these conversations and it just becomes a public jagging thing and then they say sorry then maybe six months to a year later they get their job back and then we continue then we find someone else yeah. and then maybe we're going to get a hundred people down in one night but really we're just going to keep going like they're going to get out of the gulag it's whatever in it so like let's actually try and do something constructive and it's not my place to commandeer that as a black man but what i can do is try to offer any platform i have yeah. and if you want to have a conversation if I, there's something i can do that will make it easier for you to educate us and inform us all then reach out because i'll do what i can but we need to start being proactive because i don't want to have and it's it's such a cliche thing to say because every man says it but I don't want to have a daughter and she's feeling these things. I don't have a granddaughter and she's feeling these things and she goes through these things. Like, when are we going to make a change so future generations don't have to go through this? Mm, we're not, we, can do, we can do it right now and just continue from from this point forward and any any conversation and work you've done before to make sure that it's continuous and doesn't end. Um, mm. I've said before on here in regards to like rape, culture, colours, and all these things that, of course, your immediate family, loved ones, you're going to care about first or foremost, but for it to be effective, our care needs to stretch further than that. Because you know that, that cliche example, I like, oh, uh, rappers, you hear like, oh, I've had a daughter now and I found a new appreciation. I get it. So what, the rebuttal would be right, well, you didn't care about women prior to having a kid in that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's, it's evident with how some man moving it. I think even just kind of piggybacking off what Scully was just saying, um, one thing I do see consistently is a lot of women don't feel that we speak out enough on those platforms. Everyone, everyone likes to downplay social media, social media, but it is very powerful. Um, and I've said it on here and I've said it on there also that fortunately or unfortunately, if another man is conveying a message, man them will listen. If it's a woman now, a lot of men are going to tune out. Even if she's spitting the rule and she's spot on, if another man says it, it's going to hit home more. It's going to validate. It's going to validate. Mm. You know, so. I think we as men also need to, one, listen more, but two, more importantly, listen to how we can help them get, because we can't lead the conversation, but there's probably things we can do to make it easier. So we got to listen out to that. What are we going to be able to do that's going to make you get your point across? And I think it's the energy like, at that. first. Like, are you listening to understand or are you listening to react? They're two different things. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, if there's understanding in what um, the other person is telling you, then we'll be able to positively, like, convey that message across to where mm. other Donnies may listen. But it's just down to the respect thing, man. Like, I shouldn't have to listen to another Donny to, to, for, 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 for what they're saying to be validated by myself. The message should be the same from both parties, isn't it? Mm. But yeah. Like, as much as man has to be held accountable, those things don't come out of thin air. Yeah. They don't, they don't just happen overnight, innit? We've been, listen, um, why you've got a do-rag on your head right now is influenced with something. Why you wear the trainers you do, why you dress the way you do, the team you support. I, a lot of man wanted to have night ticks in the back head because he ain't right. Gold, I remember the first man don't ask me a gold tooth in his mouth, I wanted to get a gold tooth. So, things that are even deeper rooted, of course we'd be conditioned and, and made to f- think and feel feel a certain way. They don't come out of thin air. 
Of course. And I think that's the uncomfortable part of having an open, honest conversation where it's like, it's always going to be difficult for expect people on the other side to have empathy for people that perpetrated things against them. But they're also victims. I didn't come from nowhere. It's all fruit of the same tree. The same remarks that are colorist. When I see someone like a uh, Bob Risky on the internet, I feel that's almost that's also as damaging. Because mm. you're perpetrating something that is pushing us further back. Now, can I understand that the society you may be in, being of a lighter shade of skin, is going to help you easily navigate your world a little bit better? I can understand that. I'm not stupid. Do I still think it's wrong? Of course. But I get it. Same way Donnies may feel like if they're in certain spaces, they'll want the straighter hair and the fairer skin on their girl. But that's because they'll be conditioned a certain way. You know? As far as, you know, people might feel it's a reach. Shouts out to the MUA community and that. Contouring your nose, I don't want any, I don't care what anybody says, comes from a bad place as well. I swear down. Why, why bro, why are you trying to why are you trying to make your nose smaller and, and speak on it, King? It's, I'm, 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 listen, I, I don't mind being wrong on that, but I generally feel that it's all fruit off the same tree. All right. Okay. So for me, they're all parts of the same problem. You know, we, yeah. we, we've we had conversations on here and with people that we love and respect in that. They know if they go into an office with a, a long black wig and their hair is straight, they have more chance of getting a job than if they come in there with the, uh, with the kinky cars and the afro. Yeah, I mean... Some are more severe, all through off the same tree, you know? Yeah. 100%. You know, so You're not lying. It's, it's... But I think, again, that goes to a deeper conversation. There's so yeah. many things we need to dismantle. The, connot- like... the connotations attached to um, the appearance of a black woman, like, especially from when it's coming from their natural state. Um to the oppressor is seen is, is deemed as dirty, um all negative stereotypes to, to a woman's natural state in it. So that like I I get I get the the whole like, you know, coming into to work in a wig and, you know, to to be deemed as acceptable, which is sad really. Yeah. Big up black women, man, because it must be long. So that's long. why, man, them, as black men, we need to understand why feminism is so important because I always compare it to my man, them, yeah, like, you remember when you were younger and you were in ends, yeah, and you were walking about and, like, you thought them, them dons from the other side might be following you, like, yeah. maybe someone's looking at you a bit funny. Mm. You go in the shop and security guys looking at you or, like, you're getting judged extra hard, like, at school because the teacher don't rate you, car. He thinks like, oh, you're just a young black youth. Like, what can you do? Yeah. Like, imagine having to live with that every day, but <laughs> twice over because you're gender as well. <laughs> all, like, the <laughs> all the man them say that their teachers said that they wouldn't amount to anything. <laughs> bro, man, bear them in line, bro. You was a toe rag. You didn't listen in class. You was disruptive. What's wrong with you, bro? You was a toe rag. If, if I was teaching, I would have kicked you out as well, bro. What do you bro. mean? Yeah, my teachers hated me because bro. it wasn't because I was More time their teacher like, never said that. <laughs> oh, oh, nah, you, you, my you. teachers definitely said that, but it's because um, it's because they're like, oh, you've actually got potential, but you just don't want to listen, in it? So, so basically, you end up in McDonald's. <laughs> they're like, slightly, we hope you fail, will it? Because you so you can stop being a know-it-all. But guess what? I didn't, I didn't fail, so fuck you. 
you end up in McDonald's. <laughs> That's <laughs> where you go. <laughs> like bad boys in the gang. You will listen when you are dead. Let's um whilst we're here, I know I said it's a, it's a it's a lot to cover and we'll definitely do it. And um we weren't planning to have this conversation. So if you're if you're listening and thinking, oh, why are there no black women there to rebut all that? We had we had Scully lined up to come on. Um obviously this happened, so I thought it was good to still touch on. Um and it's something we can definitely revisit and we'll try and do it appropriately with some with some necessary voices. Um so obviously what's happened to Lella Rose has happened. I hope maybe unless I've missed it, how what are our thoughts in general on the whole cancel culture and digging up of old tweets? Just so we can move on from this. Like I said, yes, people should be held accountable, but please can we like understand how to make teachable moments? Like how Yeah, to make- do you know what? Yeah, some people are masking their whole being down for the cause with the fact that they actually don't like the person. So the witch hunt mm-hmm. is even greater for dramatic yep. effect. Everyone is doing performative things. And there is some people on the timeline that are genuinely like, you know, for the cause. And, and, and you know, it is what it is. But like, from when the whole timeline is involved, you're going to see a lot of performance, which is what I don't rate. And there's like people are going up to the point where they're contacting like, you know, the employer. And I'm just like, this is where it gets a bit mad for me, but that's for me in it. I don't know about you guys. Um, a lot of the negative um, conversations that were in the timeline, I had tapped out anyway. So I'm not for the whole like entire witch hunt or whatever I like, but to, to each their own in it. I just think that it it's borderline corny. Um, to some of the stuff that I see on there. One of the things that got me today is they were looking for something to get um, Amelia de Moldenberg down. That's Chicken Shop Dates Girl. Okay. And, um, like, whatever you think of her, whatever, I really care about your opinion to or against. I think she makes good content. I think she's a clever girl. Like, she's cool and she's been helpful to me in my journey, innit? But, I also understand how you can look at Chicken Shop Day and see something that displeasures you in the way that it can appear voyeuristic to like black culture. Yeah. Um, all that being said, I saw someone tweet today, said, um, uh, oh, uh, I've been waiting for you to slip up. <laughs> wait, I've been waiting for you to slip up. I think I tweet from her from 2011 or 2012. Right, and I was good. thinking, cuz, you've been saying you've been waiting years. Fam, like waiting in the wind. to make a mistake. Bro, like, you know, what? like how like um, a, a cheetah, yeah, or a leopard yeah. is like pouncing behind the mm. grass and. <laughs> oh. I've been waiting for oh. this moment, bruv. Like, People are searching. God protect me from the people praying on my downfall because that is moist. No, Listen. keep praying. The prayers will never answer, bro. We're blessed over here, bro. Keep praying. Oh, oh, highly favoured, yeah. Yeah, blessed and highly favoured, yeah. 100% of men. Grand Raps and how King. Can, how can you say, yeah, something that you... How can you see something you find racially insensitive yeah. and then say, ah... Oh, I've been waiting for you to slip up. So what you're saying is you don't even care about the racism. No, but no, but no, but it's you good. No, it's not, no, but it's, it's good though, Scott. I, I think, you know, with some people, if they speak long enough, the truth starts coming out. And what you just mm. said is spot on there. The irony of all this stuff is that you know something works, isn't it? 
but you're hurting the same people you're proclaiming to protect in the process. Why every couple of months do black women have to be reminded of these horrendous things that were said consistently? And then on the other end, all the people you claim to cancel don't ever really get cancelled. I also want to like specifically say something. So I, a lot of people make the example of like my jamma all the time or like my jamma never got cancelled. Let's be f- really frank, innit? If we're talking in regards to dark-skinned black women, my belief that's not really that wasn't really a target audience anyway. She's a mainstream individual. So even though what she ever I don't think she even said something, I think she responded to something or quote tweeted something as you do back in the day. The severity of what she did wasn't on the same magnitude as other people. That's just my opinion, like how I feel mm. about it. She was never gonna cancel it anyway. So like try and pick your battle, save yourself the energy, you know? Like this thing shows you that all the people we claim to can claim to be cancelled, nothing really happens to them. And the one person you it seems at least right now you're able to really affect was Nella Rose. That's purely because of proximity and you actually fall under her audience. So you actually could do something, you know, to hurt that individual. When really, in my opinion, that's someone that should have been given a bit more leeway, you know. So, yeah, hundred percent. So I, I want to um, I want to move on from this. I want to just do somber. We're still back with the jokes. Hashtag off the cuff pod. I'm still out here, Fendi foes. I'm offending them with Fendi, you know. Jeez. As soon as quarantine's over, we're gonna be out here with a new drip, you know. <laughs> Fendi, oh yeah, Fendi. what you saving? Hey, you, what you, about here, but... what, what you saving like for that new drip? Yeah. Yeah, Fendi wallet. I was be. thinking that. I was thinking I might hit the streets with some Dior when we go back to... to when we, Billy, when Billy, we Billy, wait, one. hang on, hang on, wait, hang on. So you lot are earning, earning. Yeah. Don't try uh-huh. and segue, don't try and segue, Van Scully. Don't let him do that to you. Fendi Van, and Van, Dior. Van has 17 silk do-rags. Don't let him lie to you, bro. <laughs> bro. I know hey. Vance is getting money, but I'm not going to say anything. Here. I don't want to bait him up in it. But all I'm saying is, maybe I'm not earning more, but maybe because I'm not spending as much, yeah? Listen... Like, because man ain't going out to drink. And obviously, you know I drink a lot as a Ugandan. Mm-hmm. So that's already a big bag saved. Yeah. I'm not buying no ju- new drip because I'm inside my house. Mm-hmm. I'm not going out to eat because I'm at home. So I cook. Like, man's, like man can one, two Dior t-shirts. What's you know, a, a Dior like, t-shirt for the streets? Yeah, 2021. Uh, if they hit the let them hit, what's the money pile up? <laughs> you know the fucking vibes. Hey, listen, but the thing is, is that like, I'm thinking about being stagnant at home. Obviously, I'm working still, thankfully, fortunately. But, like, because, like, I feel like I've been more busier than I was when I was in the office going to actual work. Do you know what I'm saying? Rather Mm. than being at home. So sometimes I'm just like, you know what, yeah, fuck this. I want to buy something to cheer me up. Ahi, ahi. Listen, bro, spoil yourself, man. All these people you're spending money on, they're looking after family and friends and that. Spoil yourself, bro. I'm I'm fully for it. Fuck up a check quickly, man. Not all of uh, it. Uh, yeah, not family. all of it. Bro, I went and bought, like, because remember we went to your birthday for the football golf thing. Crepes got ruined. Yeah, yeah. I was like, mm, I'm not trying to wash it again. So I just bought the pair again. Ali, are you hearing this? It's different now. No, nah, uh-huh. but it was on sale, innit? It was on sale. So I was like, God, let me just buy it again because I weren't bothered to cleaning the other one because it was actually written off, to be honest. I bought I'll put it no crepes. return. I bought mum some crepes. I'm going to get my little brother some Xbox games. Like, man, she's saving a bit of money. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I'm going to cheat my family a bit. Yeah. And then, because there'll be no venues, no opportunities for me to go out and do a madness throughout the year, my man can hit this sheet in some light... 
Some like Dior and that. Some like Fendi. No, some like... It's really under Dior, you know. Oh, under Dior, Billy Jean, Billy Listen, Jean. Listen, I've had enough, bruv. I've had enough. Billy Jean, yeah? Billy Jean. So what, you ain't been um sneaking out for a little quarantine coochie, nah? No, mm. because some of us respect the government guidelines. Coochie alert, you, coochie alert, coochie alert, coochie alert. You said that you are a, you are a self-proclaimed fuck. So I just had to ask because the streets want to know. Obviously, like you've gained mad followers like over the past week or so. So you know, what is the situation, Scullington? Are the situation getting... existing. I told you, like, are you not indulging in skull duggery? <laughs> I, I see. You didn't <laughs> <like>. <laughs> uh, basically, basically, the situation is, I. I'm playing the long game because I feel like if I flirt too heavy, too quickly. You know a nigga yeah? scheming when he starts a sentence with basically. So, <laughs> nah, I'll be honest. I'll be, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Now, do you know what? Do you know what? I was also replying to a WhatsApp message. So. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to buy but, time for the light. Yo, but the real, real is, yeah, all this setting up babes and that, like you're saying, Vans, when this ends, yeah, these babes you've been lotioning, not all of them are actually going to come to you. So I'm not, I don't want to be spending time lotioning babes. If the babes likes me, then you can chat to me. You initiate and then let's get it moving from there. We can mm. begin. The locomotion can, can Do you begin. think that this is the perfect time to get to know someone that you're talking to? Worst. No. <laughs> it's actually the worst, yeah. Right. Go on. Like, I'm, I don't like texting. I don't want to chat to you. Like, let's just link up. But we but can't can, link up. No, so. but you can call. Give us your deep dive as to why. I don't like calling, bruv. I told you this. Like, then I speak to you know, if I call you, yeah, then in my head we are getting in a relationship. Huh? I don't like calling. I speak to my mum on the phone, and when I have a girl, I speak to my girl on the phone. The man, them, yeah, cool. I might call you for like work purposes, link up, it's like five, ten minutes in it. But me, for somebody who is a professional talker, you'll be surprised to know that I hate talking. Like, I hate it. Why? I mean, I pod, outside podding, I don't talk much. So, <laughs> you I feel saying, you on like, that one. No, do you know, I like, understand that because I'm, uh, I'm on the phones for work, isn't it? Constantly and like, brother. Mouth tired and that. Pause. 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 <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, we said, we said we're going to retire pausing, so we need to be mature. No, the, the mouth is tired, isn't it? Grown. What? What? <laughs> what? And the, the yeah, thing you is, is to, well, yeah? yeah, you're removing pause, but you don't have to do the macho thing, bro. <laughs> like, what? What? what, what? No, but the, the the problem is, as well, yeah, is generally, I like connecting with people through like like you can read a lot of body language and the way people look at you in the eye. Like, there's so many subtle nuances of conversation that aren't really given through phone calls. Like, there's some there, and yes, you can get to know people. You can definitely lotion on the phone. But I just uh, don't like it. Oh, Scully wants that physical touch. I know what you're on. Is that your love language, yeah? <laughs> you could say that. You could say that. Hey, so what? Wait, hang on. <laughs> do the man them, do the man them take part in this whole love languages thing? Like, do you actually acknowledge your yes. love language? Yes. My love language is um your square. And the last few digits on the back. Wow. And we could talk about romance. Wow. No, no, no. On a real note, your love languages are real, isn't it? You learn how to love through experiences in your life and all of this. And my real love languages are quality time 
and um, actually I do like physical touch because physical touch is like the quality time and talking ones, isn't it? So people, I don't like people talking. that have physical touch as their first love language are bareback bandits. No, okay. no, 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 and? no, no, <laughs> no, so, no. How many so, times I say no? Trying to me once. Okay, so, so what? what is, so, <laughs> so what? Falls is your love language? Is your first one physical touch? Does that come first? Um, I'm quality time and physical touch both equal. Quality time, physical touch, acts of service. Um, and, and, and affirmation. Yes, acts of service. Build yes. me up. Yeah, Build not, me. I, bro, listen, <laughs> man, don't need the words affirmation, bro. I'm already lit, bro. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, same. Yeah, I'm I don't already, care about words of affirmation. But dash that. The act of service one, and that's obviously when, when we talk about love languages, like in me being me being receptive to it, or being being a recipient, but also how I move. I've clocked like from my romantic relationship to my friendships to a professional setting. Like, I'm not someone. I think it's it can be bad sometimes that we're going to spend a lot of time talking on the phone and like communicating or maybe I don't ring as much but the proof is in the pudding with me ring me and say I need help with this can you do that can you do that can you link me this person can you assist me on this whatever it is I'm there I'll help you out and I know yeah I know I know I know what I'm good at and like how I express my love for you like um yo can you send me this can you help me out this paper can you do that yeah, like, me and Fold's got the same love languages. Like, that's that's yeah. exactly that's how I truly, truly am. I've I've noticed it. I said it's a good thing, but where it turns out bad is where like we can say you fuck with each other, but I'm cool not maybe speaking to you for a month. Mm-hmm. And, and the exact same, and it's, it can be bad because stuff can get lost in translation. Where it's like they yeah. can feel away, and you hear it because this what this may be. Maybe, maybe there is some truth to what Florence was saying and the tweet I read out earlier. So the man, my man didn't get on the phone to me and just jokingly go, rah, what, you don't shout at me no more. When really, you do feel a little bit of a way. And I get it, you yeah, do. You, that's true. You, you do feel a way. So say you feel I, a way. Yeah, niggas love coating shit with like... Yeah, bravado like and statements jokes. And yeah, like with jokes. Like what? Hey, what big time money, man. What, you ain't got time hey, for me? Yeah, no, yeah, no. What, like, what, man, can't hear from you no more, nah. Hey, what, 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 man got a radio show, now he don't holler, man. What, man's too good for the block? <laughs> yeah, nah, it has to be what's on your mind, bro. Just be direct. I, I yeah. do get, doesn't mean I'm going to tone it down. That is me at my core in acts of service. And like, uh, uh, if you if if people that are around me really check it, be like, right, wait, if when I'm needed for is he still in the gap for me? He has, isn't it? You know, from really, really small things to really big things and all the extracurricular stuff as well, so... Certain, man, certain man's one in five, yeah. Your your number one can't be physical touch, and then number five be quality time. Like, <laughs> what, what? <laughs> yeah, what touch me, tease me, please me, tease me, isn't it? You yeah, know the vibe. God, like Jay Huss for two weeks going able. <laughs> yeah, you have to go able yeah. from time to time, bro. One after the relationship with love languages, like like Foles was saying, I know what I like to give in a relationship, and I know why. Mm. I think from being from an African background, not that I excuse everything and everyone's upbringing is different, but like, I'm not super touchy, touchy, talky, talky, like, you know, like that. Yeah. I hug my mum enough. Like me and my dad probably hugged three times in my life in it. But like, but that being said, that's what I'm saying. I know that I have real feeling for you. If I want to touch you a lot, like mm. we're just sitting on the sofa and I want to like, and I don't mean sexually in it. Like, I'm just saying that like, I want to have my hand on your kneecap. Yeah, that's I want to flip in. 
That's yeah, it. like just just stroke your arm, like those type things. And like you're saying, I think acts of service is a big one for me as well. Because like, if I'm not really into you, yeah, if it's just a link, yeah, and she's like, yo, can you help me build this drawer or something like that, yeah? In my head, it's like she's asking me a whole task. I'm like, what? You don't know me like that. That's such a insane. What? That's the channel you banger back in the day. All you do is make love to me. <laughs> Just a link. Just a link. <laughs> but but if I got feelings for her, bro, she can be like, yo, can you? She could ask me for one thing. She could be like, yo, um, I think my under my sink's a bit leaky. Do you know? Like, do you know anything about? Can you take a look? I'll be there. I'll fix that. I'm like, then I'll build the drawer. Well, bro, bro, you're not a plumber, man. I might want to make dinner. Bro, I'm with, like, I'm with Scully, bro. If I love you, I'm a plumber. I'll fix any leak over there, bro. bro. You could ring, man, and say, listen, babes, listen, I'm in my I'm in my bedroom, yeah? Can you help me get the, the remote from, from the living room? Man, I'll leave where I'm at. <laughs> I'll be like, all right, cool. Yeah, give me, right, give me, give me yeah. 20 minutes. Girls, be there. girls fully judge you, like, if you can't do, like, certain things, like manual labor and that. Bro, what you you got a toolbox? Are you crazy? Are you a man or not? What's going on? <laughs> but you ain't got no two toolbox. Man's got man's got fifteen Yeezys and no drill in the house. Come on, priorities, bro. <laughs> <laughs> There's no black and decker in sight, brother. You have to have at least satin satin on deck, man. It has to be. You have to have satin on deck. You know, um, whilst we're here, um, I like beef. I like a bit of animosity, a bit of tension, and uh, Link Up TV were able to uh, satisfy my urges with this uh, with this new piece of content they dropped mm. uh, called Shots Fired, which I would kind of um, say they got the blueprint from those like old school beef DVDs that we had in uh, a very the heyday of hip hop and stuff, um, mm. and this episode starts with. Um, chip. So him coming back into the grime scene, the the skirmishes with Bugsy Malone with Youngen. We've all we've all watched it. We've all yeah, I watched it today actually. Yeah, Scully, you seen it? I hadn't seen it yet, but the issue with that is it's been taken down. So yeah, it's still there, oh, bro. You got, you got to go on the website. It's still there, bro. Yeah, you got to go on oh, the really? website. Yeah, because yeah, I watched still... it literally an hour before we started recording. Ah. Uh... Okay, okay. But you've seen the little clips on on Instablog, so you kind of yeah. I thought it was dope, man. I think it's it's we need to document these moments, these, these moments. Big moments like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, and I was sat there going, you know, like you're like, but I said that on the podcast, man. I've, we've had these thoughts in it. I'm sure yeah. I'm not the only person. Um, what I did love is how they were able to really pinpoint and hone in on how well Bugsy did to come into the scene. I took his opportunity, bro. Used the, like, used the beef well, and now yeah. he's a fully-fledged artist. I said I said earlier um, that Chip, for me, won the battle, but Bugsy won the war. And for me, Bugsy winning the war is the fact that he's, he's managed to come out of that Manchester bubble and is an artist nationwide recognised, tours, songs sold. He's living like the Black Batman up north, enjoying his life. You know, and Chip obviously yeah, won. Chip, Chip won the back and forths that they had, just via just sheer determination. The like the number of diss records and how relentless he was towards the end. But yeah, yeah. you know what? You, yeah. didn't, you didn't you didn't kill him enough because for me, killing him means he's 
irrelevant. And they still like what I'm sure there's mitigating circumstances, but you see like the Skepta and Devil Man. Skepta star Riz, Rose, whatever, and Devil Man was just there. You know? Yeah. Whereas with like Chip Devil Devilman was like at the time, he looked like he was gonna be a star in Graham. He is to Brum basically what this might sound wild, but probably is to Brum what D double is to us, like in sense of like being unique. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. That's a good comparison. That's a good comparison. And then I think the reason why it didn't take over here, obviously he still got love in that, but like losing that clash probably affected his trajectory in a certain way. Yeah. Well, um, I enjoyed the doc just based on... it, It just made me remember and go back to the time of what that did. And it was like... Yes, Bugsy was unknown to us, but Chip wasn't the Chip that he is today. Do you know what I'm saying? Like he was, a lot of people, you know, had saw him as like, you know, someone that had, he he was high and dry, basically. Do you know what Mm. I'm saying? Like, and this was his moment to, to get back into the space where rightly so he deserved it. To he deserved to be because of his ability. We all know, we all knew his ability. But it was but actually in question, though. Weirdly enough, it, it was, was it was it was it was definitely in question because, like, everyone thought after that, you know, the whole Bugsy coming on um, firing a booth and then going at him with another track. We didn't hear from Chip for what? How long was it? Five months? Yeah, it was. Fine. I didn't. I didn't realize at the time that there there, there was that big a gap. But yeah, it was that big gap. And then, Chip, Chip didn't respond to Bugsy for five months, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then all in one week, you get three disses. And it's like haymaker for haymaker. And then I think that's what set him off the most. Like, his momentum carried him to then, from taking a five-month break, to then your brain activating disses within 24 hours and shooting vids. Yeah. Which was a great time, like, and... It sparked a conversation on the TL and this, that, and the other, and it was. I I wouldn't say that it was it was messy. It was too messy because like there was a lot of people that were still saying like you know why are you coming for uh, there was that conversation of why are you coming for tiny like you can't walk like you're not gonna get stripes off that. But I think I don't. I'm not mad at that because no one. Do you know is that's the only annoying thing actually about the documentary. We never got a conclusive, conclusive um, answer as to what the actual issue between Chipmunk and Tiny Temple was. Mm. They, they alluded to some possible maybe jealousy that yeah. Tiny, obviously Tiny, they were kind of coming up together. Tiny was doing the whole blog thing and obviously Chip went first and then Tiny just ascended. That was saying that Tiny did the pop thing better than yeah. Chip did. And, and that's fine, mate. And that's mm. a little, they, they were the way it seemed to me from how I watched it was they alluded a bit to like, you know, possible jealousy but the way they went at each other in final booths obviously and a lot of people didn't catch tiny's pizza boy jab it was like mm. it was it was like but what were you saying way- what were you saying like can tiny swing in that arena no he can't he should leave it alone um, <laughs> <laughs> but what i'm saying is that the way chip the way chip responded in firing the booth felt made me feel there was a lot more to that. and calling someone, calling someone a c word the coon thing is strong in it. If the shoe fits, by all means, lace them bitches up. But if it don't, bro, that's that's a heavy one to put on man. If, if mm. they're not, so um, I, like, so, it, it so, was so, 
uh, and and the thing is, is that if you're calling man that you got to give us some examples of the coonery in it. I need, bro. I need them. I need them, bro. I need the PowerPoint. Mm. You know, I think. Go on, Scully. I think I've got some breaking news for you. Go on. So the documentary has been taken down. Oh, swear! It stopped streaming at midnight tonight. Yeah, some people are accusing Chip of being the the reason behind it. Upset. So I follow Chip's management on Instagram, and they follow me because. Uh, myself and Joe and Zizi did a video once upon a time and Ellie, shout out Ellie. And Zizi said some stuff about Chip. Yeah. I'm specifically saying Zizi because Zizi knows it was Zizi. <laughs> and myself and Joe walked it back. Yeah. Scully, Scully snitching over here. <laughs> no, it's not snitching. The video is out, cuz. The video is out. I think I remember it. I remember. But they reached out, they reached out, like, basically asking about it and why we were talking about Chip. And the mad thing is, we shouldn't be talking about Chip because we are talking about Dappy and... This is this is the thing. So Zizi compared Chip to Dappy, and we were like, nah, like Chip's like out of here and very relevant. Dappy was, Dappy is still kind of relevant, but not. He doesn't have the same credibility as Chip. Chip has somehow won back all of his credibility from before Pop. Yeah. Whereas no matter what Dappy does, he doesn't really seem to get it back. Yeah, he's still, he's still trying even to find though, himself. Yeah, even though he drops like because he's a hook master. Let's be real, and he dropped some sick records over the last year. But he doesn't get it back like Chip. But anyway, long story short, his management reached out to me. Um, they're cool people. His engineer's cool as well. But um, they posted, literally 15 minutes ago, I just saw that they posted up a statement on why the documentary was being pulled. And then, obviously, we began this conversation. I was like, oh, it hasn't been pulled. Then Link Up have just put up their statement. Okay. Would you like Link to up. hear... Wait, wait. Link up for a statement. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, so let's, Scully, t- let's Scully do breaking news. Give us breaking news on both statements, Scully. I want to hear this. All right, cool. So Link up said, unfortunately, it is with great disappointment that the documentary Shots Fired will be taken down from midnight tonight due to an ongoing issue from Chip's management regarding the documentary. A few days prior to the release of Shots Fired, Chip's management contacted us requesting to receive the footage so they could approve the edit and potentially change a few things before the public got to view. We declined their request as refused to allow any changes that could change the authenticity of the documentary as we wanted to keep everything honest and fair for all the artists involved within the beef. No underlying narrative, just reliving an extraordinary moment in UK music history. We decided to go ahead with Monday's release and put it out for you guys and we wanted to deliver something high quality. Here at Link Up TV, we're all about celebrating the culture and that was our motivation behind the creation of Shots Fired. Then there's another page of thank you to everyone involved. Right, so there's that, yeah? That's Link Up's um, statement on the... Link Up saying, yeah, we tried to document the scene, they didn't want us to document the scene, they got us out of here, but we put it out anyway because we fucked with you lot. That's what they said, basically. And, um... The reply from the management was, it's entitled, Shots Not Fired. (laughs) Unfortunately, this is the first time I'm hearing from Link Up TV after reaching out to them two months ago and again three days ago, and Rashid refused to speak to me. Copyright law is an actual thing, and yes, I wanted to see the content to see if this breached the law, and it did. And I stood corrected as a documentary is about my client and using a whole lot of stuff they aren't allowed to use without authorization. Seeing things advertised with your client is a main attraction and for us to still not be consulted is extremely rude. And I expressed my concern two months ago and again three days ago 
and issued a warning via my lawyer. Although they did credit the source, we were not consulted from the start. You cannot reproduce content without the source giving you authority and sorting out the business first. Whether or not the documentary is good, I work off good morals, respect and principle. And to this very day, Rashid and his team have put out a statement first before even calling me to discuss the actual matter at hand. Brackets, clout chaser. I'm still okay to speak to Rashid as it is business, not personal. As soon as the footage my client owns is dealt with properly and some respect is shown, the doc can be re-uploaded. Me and Rashid had this issue in 2015-16 and it was resolved. Happy to resolve this one the same way. I'm only a phone call away. Bless up. Ashley Ray, Cash Motto Management. CM, CM, CM. I'm sensing a pattern here, Scully. Man, get out of here, man. Do you know what I'm saying? She's saying the dope was stepped on. You know, it is, man. This is the hangover of, remember, um, so remember when they were doing the the back and forth to Chip and Youngin? And they were clashing consistently. Um, I think Youngin used some bits of Oopsie Daisy in his diss, innit? And flipped like the the rhythm a little bit, if I'm right. And I think that was, that diss come out of Link Up, innit? And Chip and his people flagged that video and that, um, that that helped bring um, Link Up's channel down at time. And if you know anything about YouTube channels and that, I think you can only have a certain amount of flags before your channel's out of here, out of here. So I think that's a hangover of whatever happened during those conversations to what's happening now. Now, I watched a documentary in it, and I, and I hope the one I watched was real and authentic and there weren't any edits, but I don't see anything in there that would have made Chip look bad. Now, if it's purely just a copyright issue... This is, this is my stance. Exactly that. Yeah. I didn't see no issue with how Chipmunk was depicted because everything on there was factual. It happened just how they they covered it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's it's good that they had people from the scene that were watching it objectively just how we were. Yeah. And everyone had an honest sort of take on how they saw it. Mm. And what you're saying it. is it's not... Like even I'm with you. I hope I hope he's being truthful. It's not anything to do with how he's portrayed. It was them using footage without their permission, and the fact they've owned the footage. Business is business, and laws are laws, and rules are rules. And I, and if I'm if I'm rem- I'm I'm getting some some thoughts back here. There, there's, got there's, a, a, there's an element of him being upset about it because why is it only his team that's upset about copyright and stuff when everyone else's content has been on there? Hey, we don't, we don't know them. Other people may be upset or not, but they're, they're vocal. Like I said, I think it's a hangover of their fallout a couple of years ago when Young and dissed him and they used Oopsie Daisy. Chip's got a, a behind. Someone said it, innit? Someone said it. Not me, but someone said it. <laughs> it's Chip has had more pulled stuff, has had more stuff pulled than Wiley has not turned up for shows. Bro, listen, you're right, listen. So if, they, if they're pulled, pulling Link Up's video, Scarlett, you had a show with yourself, Joe Walker, ZZ Mills, and that episode got pulled. I know, um, I'm sure Chip was meant to be on Halfcast, and I remember him being on the sofa, and the episode never come out, and I wouldn't be surprised if he put a stop to that as well, you know? So maybe there is a bit of a pattern here and uh, a bit of sensitivity. I I don't know. Own what you say, man. This big bravado when you're on the mic. Like... Have that same energy across the boards, bruv. You're robbing us of content, bruv. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, as on, fans, we, 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 we want to... Like, I watched I watched our documentary. I'm happy I watched it before it got pulled down. And uh, maybe I'm not understanding copyright laws. I don't know if them using the footage, how that 
is a bad thing if you got asked permission. But at the same time, if if Donny's been truthful, his manager, he said he reached out to Rashid and Rashid didn't respond. I think that I think I think it's more if if I'm if I'm using my little conspiracy theory, here, it's more to do with the line of respect and not communicating. If I ask you to do something and I reach out to you and you air me, and I know I can get one over on you, Yo, I get, I'm going to get one over on you. Rashid knew he was going to ruffle some feathers. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and Rashid, and from what he said, he said he's been shouting him, and he knew if he puts the content, it's going to be an issue. He put the content. Remember out. When I called you and I said, <laughs> "There's something being made, and it's going to come out." And oh, is that what he was referring to? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the inside scoop. I don't know, man. I I don't like that from Chip. To be honest with you, um, what was uh, just to, to 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 reach back to Scully? What was wrong? What was said on your show? that caused them to be upset. Again, he said it was the dappy thing. I just don't think she liked, or they didn't like Zizi's opinion, which is fair enough because I can understand that. I didn't really agree with Zizi's opinion, in it. I didn't back it. But at the same time, because it's a, um, it's a debate and talk show and the other hosts are clearly walking back what she's saying and disagreeing and audibly disagreeing like to the point that we're shouting and the people producing the show are like yo you look like calm down in it yeah. <laughs> like it's clear that it's just differing opinions and it's not like a cemented fact you know what i'm saying so it's like i don't know that's corny though. It's, that's that's corny man like, i mean i don't want to uh, listen it's not sexist thing there's, there's many women that i want to hear speak about music i don't want to hear any of these uh, musical takes to be honest with you she doesn't strike me as someone that would know much in that in that arena. Other debates, yeah, but I don't want to hear musical takes. Um, <laughs> but like, no, it's just, just how I feel. Like, I'm a black you... woman, huh? <laughs> You're trying to limit the black women's ability. Listen, we're not making none of them jokes this week. <laughs> man, black is hot, right. my nigga. The black is hot. Man, it's, too sensitive. it's too sensitive right now, bro. Be careful, bro. <laughs> you see how they made that joke about me on NS10 V10? Alika and I about how I don't like black women, yeah? Uh, you're rattled. Joke, <laughs> you're yeah. so rattled. Oh, I was rattled, yeah. But did you see how yesterday, Acorn vs. T-Pain, nobody ran that joke. They were like, nah, it's not the time. Yeah. Like, it's, actually, yeah. it's not going to be funny tonight. Yeah, so during, during this like, current climate, <laughs> it's not ideal, man. But yeah, it's, it's man, it's, this, uh, this shot's fire, man. I, I, I like the fact Scully got his breaking news and that. And just make sure we're up to date what we're speaking about. But I enjoyed it, man. I think it's dope. I want us to see our stock. I want to see them do someone um, next. That was a sem- that was a seminal moment in what we've got going on now. Um, it just it just exemplified like everything that Chip was on. Yeah. When he became on, when he when he told himself, "I need to be on," and he switched that on. The 96 bars of revenge, fam, that was relentless throughout. It was cold. The one where he was like, yeah, like, <laughs> when he was going at man's mum, Tiny's mum. Oh, jeez, that wouldn't fly today still. Fam, do you know what? I watched that today and I was crying, bruv, because that was funny, bruv. <laughs> the comedic timing was hilarious. That use of the accent was good. It was all that on was, point. Man. Bro, that was funny. And he did it like... He did it so like he was so calculated in like the the type of song that he chose to do it on and the the type of video that he shot. It was just like his his silhouette in the dark. Yeah. And it was almost like he was whispering into the mic. He was taking he the was. piss, bro. He was, he was. I, he took the piss. And that and that like I keep saying makes me feel like they really had something that he don't like, don't he? Well, at least during that time period, they really didn't like each other. Like they had some 
some energy between them two. Chiff is rude. Yeah, he's rude. But you know, it's mad though, yeah? Like, it's still, still discussing Chip. I feel like he's suffering from a hangover still from that time period because as much as the Grimes and Savior cemented, can't run out of bars, it's long, don't clash Chip. I've not been convinced musically outside of that. What, Insomnia? I don't know how you feel. Now. No, listen, someone is very new and you're standing next to two prominent and popping people, so it very, very much helps. I think he was the best artist on Insomnia, though, and the most oh, necessary, of, of, he bridged the two of, of them. Of course, because he's the one that, from a pure point of view, in regards to just spitting on the mic, he's doing his job, but I feel like... And only... also, he's the bridge. He's the bridge between a gri- an old-school grime MC... And a new artist. And a, yeah, a newer person who's new, doing, like... New wave artist. All this... Yeah, exactly. Lean, lean. But I think... I agree with you. Outside of Insomnia, Chip hasn't delivered the project that his potential suggests he should. Precisely. Like, Chip, we know his talent is crazy, isn't it? It's, it's a bit like Pogba or Martial at United. I mean, you, can't I mean, you, custom. Don't, you don't have to use United players, Scully. You could use other players. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the reason why I'm using them here is because we both know and maybe Martial is even too far, but Pogba, in terms of talent, we both know he's clear. Like, we know he's clear. Yeah, yeah, clear, like, clear, clear. And, like, regardless of what top reds want to say or how pundits want to get him down, we know talent-wise, he is clear. But that level of how sick they are suggests that they would win a flipping Premier League. Yeah. Or take them to the Champions League final. And that hasn't been had. And that's kind of where Chip is at. Like, Chip is not doing the final levels of, like, award we're thinking this year. Like, I feel like Chip should be battling to win flipping Brits and uh, Ivan Novellos and Mercury Prizes. All of these awards, like, he has the writing pen talent. And he even has, like, Dark Vader, yeah? Or Dark, yeah, it's Darth Vader, he called it, his one, yeah? Like, that is a sick beat produced by Sampha, like, the fact that you can pick up that beat or do something like a Sparko tells me that you know what good sounds are. Yeah. So why are we not getting the full project that encompasses that? Bro, I still feel like he's battling an imaginary adversary on every rhythm. Not every rhythm, but most rhythms. I still feel like a lot of his like his bars that he drops on songs, if we put them in the dish space, they probably still sit there. Mm-mm. And if you even even if you listen to um, Insomnia, even though he for me he was a standout one on that, a lot of the bars is remind. I think we've talked about events like reminding us of like he's he's a good you, yeah. Like, I'm, the, I'm the good you. I'm the good you. I'm the good you. I'm the good you. And I like it because at the end of the day, if you were saying that you was a bad boy and would get onto you in it, so talk about who you really are. But I just I don't know, bro. I just feel like something's missing. Like the songs ain't hitting. Like even if you was to, and maybe this is 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 a weird lane to go down, but I think when Insomnia coming out, obviously because it's so big, you go to Donny Spotify and the top five songs there are all the new songs of Insomnia. Mm. You know, like yeah, he probably needs Sparkle. to sit with someone. Like yeah. I think I think Chip is like sometimes he could be like a product of um like or uh, an enemy of his own progress because he just seems like someone that's like very much into their own head. So like they're very sure of their ability, but to actually produce something like, can you sit down with one producer maybe and like go towards a different direction where 
you can make undeniable music because we haven't heard that in a long time. And obviously, like recently on the IG lives, I know everyone is getting on there doing their thing and stuff. And he had the whole chipmunk versus chip. So you get you you got to revisit his catalogue and seeing where he, where he came from being chipmunk. Um, the signed artist and, you know, a- achieving a number one single and so on and so forth, bidding wars and that for his signature, to now him being um, the more independent artist. So it's just like, all right, cool. Like, we understand that you've got catalogue, but have you done anything defining um, in the past five years, like outside of the clashing? We're just talking strictly music. For his next classic album. I understand what you're saying. Like we need, we need, we need something to like. For we don't even love. like, not even like necessarily a classic per se, but like something that we can be like, oh, yo, yo, this was cold. A project. That right. we, I think it, saying, it just because... needs to be bona fide, bro. At the end of the day, yeah. All the, they're not, they're not, they're not shit songs. But like, Sparkle mm. isn't like okay. I know how the, the kids talk a banger. It probably is a banger, but that ain't a song that's going for me standing the test of time. It's cool for now. Like those, mm. all the songs, they're cool. Um, when I see him doing CRB check with notes, I remember we had um, I think Les Swave and Alex Baton at the time. Oh protect my heart. They're not for so you. They don't make a condom yeah. for your heart, cuz. That's a that's a. <laughs> come on, that's a dead lyric, really, really and truly. <laughs> really and truly. There's not enough there, bro. Folds, you ain't enough, out bro. here trying to protect your heart, no. With a condom. Allow me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is, yeah. I hear what you're saying because as much as we love the beef thing, yeah, when we have kids and we're showing them rappers, we're going to be talking about, like, oh, there's this mad time when Chip beefed Bugsy and then he beefed Young and, and like, they're not going to care. They're going to be that music. That's a, yeah, that's a you had to be there moment. Mm. Yeah. Like, but like you're saying, the thing that stands the test of time is the music. Like you're always gonna get Wiley and Dizzy because Where's My Brother came out of that. Yeah. Do you get so, what I'm saying? Speaking of chip and stuff, yeah. Like obviously we saw the whole IG life thing, and um there's elements to it that I enjoyed because we covered the whole transition album, which led to the conversation of like, oh yeah, that was ahead of its time. Do we believe that's the case? Or was it just a thing where he managed to uh, collaborate with all these US artists? Was it ahead of his time? Because it, Harmony it was. was on his hit Harmony was on IG Live um talking and, about like you know who, the whole process. Who's of, Harmony fans? I know we, we have our conversations. Just please just follow this who's Harmony so they're aware. Harmony is like um, a, a producer from the UK um, that did more noticeably champion featuring Chris Brown, Chipmunk versus um, versus featuring Chipmunk. I'm stuck on his versus vibe. Um, so yeah, they were talking about transition because he'd done a lot of cuts on the album. Transition was that album where Chip basically went stateside and collaborated with um, the American artists. And he collaborated with Movado as well, um, you know, which they, they've had amazing chemistry on the song together. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I was basically saying, do you think that it was ahead of its time? Yes. Uh, I'll answer when you first asked. It, it, it was. Yeah. Because, Scully, what um, are you saying? Go on, Scully, I'll, I'll, I'll respond. Go on. No, go on. You go first, folks. Yeah, oh, thank you. you, you you're far too kind. Um <laughs> 
it was ahead of its time because we weren't getting collaborations on that level and artists weren't standing next to our artists. So if it, if if we were to get a verse, it would just be a verse, you won't get a video. It's like, oh, I think um even funny you say Chip, there's a, um, what's the song? Chip's got a song that's actually got a J. Cole feature. And I saw a lot of people talking like, this is just one of them verses that J. Cole had in the stash, he just centered on it. Like, mm. we, it was we, the champion like, remix. It was actually champion remix. So it was, Chris the big, day, yeah. yeah, the big moment, the big thing is having Chris Brown and he was in a weird space. So having them two together, he's got a song of Kerry Hilson, having a song of Mavado. Like we weren't getting it on that high level. And it felt like, Trey songs, Donnie's going over there and he wasn't collaborating with media artists, collaborating with artists who were during those time periods still, obviously Chris was weird, but he was still Chris Brown just because of the the scandal that was on his name. It was ahead of his time because we've had so many people collaborate since then and obviously he's gone full circle where to a point where now we... Hey, Chris Brown didn't even give him a throwaway verse. He didn't give, he gave him, he gave him a, 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 ver, a verse from the heart, like a... <laughs> A, a true it's verse. A real good verse. It's one of the best UK US collaborations. Bro, it's a real yeah. so yeah, it was a it'd be people. That's that it was the realest shit he ever wrote. That's when you Bro, know he's going in. No, Benzie, it was, and it was real. Still. It, was, like, it, was, it was actually real. It was still it was still real. talking about his mum being a uh, a product of domestic violence. I look used to at see how my mum again beat down. <laughs> Is that a real definition of me now? <laughs> Bro, that, that's a verse from the hey. heart, bro. That's, a... that's real. Nah, I might have to wheel that one after this. Right. So yes, to answer your question, it was because we didn't have that, and and I I feel I feel for him because he went mainstream mainstream, and then. You now are the young guy with the paper you're on, you're popping. And it's like, you feel like you've conquered everything in the UK because I've done it now. All the dreams that I felt I had, the album's come out, we sold records, we've done tours, we've done collaborations. It's in his pop lane. But deep down, I can't go back and do grime. And I get it at a time where he couldn't. So let's go to rap through, let's go bigger. Let's let's even, let's conquer another another lane that's not been done before. Let's do the American thing. But the, the image changed drastically. You've got tattoos now. You even smoke. I don't think was he was he hourly smoking weed. Then I don't think he was smoking weed. Then I might. When, I might be at right. what point? At what point? Trans- uh, transition was, point. Trans- was he actually? Yeah, boy, he was smoking, by the way, yeah, London Boy mixtape wasn't bad. I actually really enjoyed it. The London Boy, the London Boy mixtape come out prior to transition or after? The, uh, it was after. That's after. when he went to. Um, isn't isn't that when he went to like work with Ti and stuff? Hustle gang. So like, I, he was trying to be, create like build those links at the time. Ti was Ti had you know the what, artist. Yeah. Do you know what, yeah, when you say that, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, it was the first time that artists um, stateside wanted to stand next to us, yeah. On that level, Van, yeah. Yeah, obviously, after transition, he did Pizza Boy with Meek Mill. Yeah. And then I think, like, um, there was an interview where they were like, oh, yeah, you know, Meek Mill, what you got working on? And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just working on some few things. I've got this joint, like, with, like, some London artist, um, like I forgot his name, and I'm like, ah, shit. That's not a diss though, though. It's because because people keep people don't remember. Yeah, prior to um, Meek Mill being with Ross, he was signed to uh, T.I. Rascal. It, it was it was only, it was I did it a song only, with Rascal. It was uh, even though even though people, I, I think Young used it as a diss at the time, and yeah, you find it funny, but for me, it can happen because T.I. T.I. had Meek Mill signed. T.I. was going back and forth from jail, and they had to let him go, so he goes yeah. back to Philly, and then eventually. Gets Ross. with Ross, and obviously in hindsight, that was a better fit for him. I when I see Ti, when I see Meek Mill doing a song with Chip, that's obviously Ti getting on the phone. This is how I see it. Yo, listen, I've got this artist I'm trying to break. Give me a verse. I can. I, I would highly doubt they even met each other like that because I would assure they should would have been footage. So it don't surprise me that Meek Mill goes, 
I, do, I can't remember Donny's name. And that way, for me, that was that was Is he when people were laughing at were laughing at you. <laughs> that was like that's Nicky. Also, I'll be real, yeah. I meet people all the time. I can't remember their name. Yeah, yeah. I'm not meeting. They're, they're bro. So. There's meeting. There's doing the song. Fans, fans, think about think about popping artists here that are you you punching in verses in it. You're getting people are paying you for features from street artists to mainstream artists. Same to, you forgetting the names of all the guests of off the cuff. I might forget someone. Yeah, I forget someone. <laughs> I think if you told them to list them all now from all two hundred thirty four episodes, I'm not gonna remember. Both of you, I'm not gonna remember. We didn't have, but we haven't had two hundred thirty four guests. But even still, you're Scully, still Vans is laughing. Vans's memory is terrible, bro. <laughs> hey, oh, I know. He'll forget. The thing is, yeah, he's on to, he's on to Meek, but he'd forget, bro. No, it's funny. When you see the clip, it's, it's, it's funny. No, it's funny, but I'm adding context to it. Like, everyone tried to do something. Oh, Meek don't know you. Meek don't know you. The people that listen, Meek don't know you either. The only reason why Meek's done that song with Chip was because Meek was signed to TI before and they've got a relationship. Help me break my artist. Do a song with him. Cool. It's that simple. Mm. You know. Big up Chip though, man. Just yeah. stop being sensitive, bruv. Let yeah. the people have content, man. Let the yeah. people have Let me exec produce your next album, man. Let me exec produce your next album, car. You're throwing out the talent's the there, but you need to you need to shape that correctly, bro. Right now, everything A classic needs to be it needs to be delivered. Yeah, someone of that time. Are, are we putting pressure yeah. on like <laughs> people to, to deliver classics? No, not pressure. Yeah. We want you. We want you yeah, to, to deliver effect. something. We want you to do something that your talent merits. Like you're talented, and it's peak because in the UK we don't have a lot of classic albums, but yeah. the talent is there, and I'm not understanding what's going on because speak on that's it. why it was a big deal when Stormzy and Huss dropped their albums. It was a big deal because everyone was like, "Oh shit, we've got two potentially classic albums in one year." That's mad. <laughs> like, the last ones before that were like flipping. Dizzy and Kano and them. <laughs> Do you know how nuts that is? Yeah. But that's not to say we haven't had talented artists, which is worse. Like, yeah. even now, there's so many talented artists. Mm. We should have way more classics, man. Like, we just should. Yeah. Listen, I, people just need to focus on giving us bodies of works and that. Like, the freestyles are great. I love the... All that stuff is important to the culture. It's like, it was my... I remember I would... um, I was... Would I, maybe I was trolling to a degree and I was saying that I didn't feel... Double was a legend at the time because I was talking about the fact that I'd not had a project. Like, I feel we something needs to mark a moment in time. We need something that's like this is who you are on CD or playlist, whatever. I need something from you. Um, so, like, I, you know, and we've gone full circle. D Double's definitely gone as a project um, and he's doing, doing great things. But I think the point I was just trying to make is we need those projects because at the end of the day, yeah, we are, we, we're going up in age and man. It's actually to our detriment if we keep referencing Boy in the Corner, Home Sweet Home, yeah. Cancel a State of Mind, maybe Walk in the Park. I'm sure other people, um, Sway's first albums, like if we're, if we're only referencing certain things, they'll always, always be classics, they're etched, but like. Nah, the young 15, boys are, are producing. Oh, the streets, no, but what the point I'm making have had less than one classic album 15, in a year, 15 nice. 20 years down the line, those yeah, shouldn't be only reference points, innit? I hear you. You know. And even if you look at Stormzy and Hush, yeah, those two albums are now five years ago. Mm. Five, four years ago, bro. Yeah. That's mad. Yeah. Well, gang signs. You, and, could um, throw, you could throw Dave in there, maybe. What was Dave? 2018? Yeah. Psychodrama. Yeah. What are we yeah, saying? So that's what? a classic, yeah. It's early, isn't it? But, like, it probably will 100% be remembered as one because he won an Ivan Novello and a Brit, bro. Like, so. Yeah, it's, it's about a year, it's a year old. Isn't it a year old? 
So even even with that, bro, that means that's three albums in five or six great years of UK music. Yeah. Three albums out of the bookmarks. Well, um, one classic every two years is not new music. Bane's about to drop. What are we saying? Are we giving him another chance? Do you feel like he fell off a bit? I'll give him a chance. I like Bane. I I like him. I like his music. I like the pockets he hits. So far, though, I haven't seen anything that makes me believe this is going to be his magnum opus, his classic project. His thing. It's like a little uh, cool. It'll be cool. Up, no? Yeah, it'll be and it'll be cool. But I'm not explaining it. I'm not expecting the da- the drought three or no ceilings like level mixtape. Yeah, right. Crazy, like, brilliant. Right. You know what I'm saying that. Like, because he did he did just, put something up the other day where he was like, Oh, if I get fifteen thousand likes on Twitter, I'm gonna drop this. And it sounded very drill-ish. And I know that we've been um critical of him like um, you know, in the past of like, you know, not producing to the standard that we would appreciate with the the drill song that he he did last time. Can't remember what the name of it was called. I'm, yeah. I don't remember the conversation we had. I just I don't necessarily want to hear him on that sound. I think he has a everyone's got their pockets. He's got a bag that that is his, and I don't think he should run away from that. You know, I'm not mad if man wanna drill is the popping sound right now. You've got the biggest artist mm. in the world in Drake doing a doing a drill song. Am I mad at a young boy from London who is probably a bit more closely attached to that life than the biggest artist in the world doing uh, that? Yeah. Absolutely not. But it didn't hit. So if I didn't like it, I didn't enjoy it. And it didn't hit. The problem with Bane's last drill song and even Lowski's one, not the allegedly, but the one after that, can't remember what it's called. I think, oh, Slay, Slay. I liked allegedly, but the problem with Slay... And Bane's other tune, I can't, is it Gang Shit? Maybe it's called Gang Shit. Yeah, I remember Gang Shit. Yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. That's what that's what it's called. Yeah. yeah, those two tunes sound way too much like American Jewel. Not even like American Jewel, like cool. They take it stylistically. They literally sound like copy and paste Fivio foreign songs. Yeah, like, like they sound like Fivio did the reference. He already had the beat, and he's like, "Oh, do you know? What? I'm not gonna stick with these ones." Then he sold one to Lowski and he sold one to Bane. He's like, you know, you're going to have these. And then just, <laughs> Shout out to Lowski like, still. Yeah. But then the thing with this new Bane, the leak that came out, is that sounded cruddy. That one sounded good. Yeah. And then Lowski also did that allegedly song when he came fresh home. Yeah. And that sounded good as well. So they Bane's both got a new thing out at the moment that I'm feeling. What's the song section. called? Yeah, yeah Section. Yeah, yeah. I like that one, man. Yeah, and I, I, I looked at the, I looked at the um the track listing, and it looks like we're getting a return of G Fresh. Mm, I heard that. I heard that as well. G Fresh is on a feature. He's gonna give I'm him a first. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, Fresh is still sharp, bro. Yeah, most definitely. As as is, as one of the, the main people behind Young Bane, G Fresh ain't putting a dead verse on there, bro. Yeah, it's true. Last last time we heard him was on. Um, Alfie, Alfie. Yeah. although I will say Alfie is actually a classic project and was underrated and I don't understand how he ain't dropped again after that from when Kylie Jenner and Kendall or whatever were banging your music bro that's mad random no, that, bro, that's mad. you should have just circled the block I'm going to give you my, 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 my nerdy rap that to me is probably part of the reason why he stepped away from that like if that is such a big talking point that oh, they're posting my music the level of talent Donny that Donny's got 
and how original he used to be with his videos, how crazy he's been with the wordplay and stuff and different projects he's dropped. That shouldn't be like, oh my God, they're posting music. We should have had Donny at, at such a big point where that's just nice. Like, bro, I'm not mad at him because after you do all of that, if I do all of that and it can't come true, I don't blame Donny for stepping back. Look at people like him and Sincere. I actually really like the fact that him and Sincere are behind the scenes enjoying, they're not older statesmen who seem, at least to me anyway, seem salty and mad at the game. They've got young popping artists, they're doing their thing, they're in the management game, business owners. Bro, like, they, they're almost too good for us. I hear that, but at the same time, and I understand, I fully actually agree with you to an extent, but the other part of me says like, yes, cool. It's annoying that I'm getting light from the Kardashians playing my music and all of this, like, because I've been cold. But at the same time, this could be my blessing for where I go to the next level. So let me use this for what it is. Yeah. And then, like, people know I'm calling it because it doesn't really matter how they discover your code as long as it's confirmed you are cold, in it? And then you can address all that stuff on the next album and be like, yo, but you know like, what? Yeah. man, didn't really switch up. I feel like because of where he was at at the time of tiny success, maybe the the content that he was um, releasing or that he was making was gone unappreciated over there at that label. It didn't fit. But he actually had weight at that label. So I I agree with you, but I don't think it's that. I think he's allegedly had money for a while, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, allegedly. (laughs) Don't even have paper for a long time. Yeah, it's not not even a secret. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, And that may play a part as well. Because why would I chase chase rap when I already have all the things rappers um, claim to to have, aspire to? I've already had that and been had it. Mm. So, like, what's the motivation after a certain point? Like, like what Vans are saying, I think he might actually be right because all the music prior to Alfie was very specific. We won't get into what it tailors to, but it was very specific, innit? It was more street orientated and we're talking about mm mm and mm mm. Lego man, isn't it? Lego man. Where's my brick? Yeah. You know, it's very obvious. Then Alfie's a bit more introspective. And also, I can understand why that kind of didn't cut through. It's like you're complaining about being this popular guy who had loads of interaction with women but can't seem to find love. It's, maybe it's maybe gonna, that's why I think it's the UK classic. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna struggle to permeate. It's like, bro, come on, man. You've got you've got the lifestyle, you're now complaining about what it is. Even though it can be a real problem, it's like, yo, I can't find the right connection. I'm a Lothario or perceived anyway, but it's not cutting true. But when but when Jake does it, we love it. Hey, Drake does it on another level, bro. And Drake Drake <laughs> was the first of OVO to do Drake stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Whereas like you've got someone at a label that is selling of doing like Written in the Stars and Miami to Ibiza and, you know, like even when you collaborated with people from the States, like Wiz Khalifa, like I'll be back one day. Like it, it just, the sound were, the, the sounds were way too like apart than it was together. Like, do you know what I'm saying? So it was like, right. If if I'm like the label head, yeah, I'm just going to go with this sound. Like you could do your own little project over there, but like, you know, it kind of gets brushed to the side. There's an element to that in it. So he thought, you know what? Let me just pack my bags. I'm not really being appreciated. Like, let me gain an artist and do my thing with them. And like, as they're figuring things out, yeah, from being behind the scenes, the whole culture, the whole scene is changing. You're you're getting a new crop of artists doing music like unpolished, 
like unapologetically like you know stuff that you wouldn't expect to chart but now it's charting Mm, it's true the rules are different the rules are different but I just think the thing with G-Fresh for me is and I understand I'm being selfish as a fan and I've actually approached him like I've seen him out and about and been like bro give us a project like I've been on I've been Mm. on to him but I just think that talent what we heard in Alpha yeah if he could give us another one of them but with more light on it which he would have had going around again that is my thing is I'm selfish for artists who I believe are going to or can deliver us a classic. That's what I'm searching for. Yeah. Because as much as you guys podcast and I write and I do radio and like all these presenting type things are documenting the culture, it's we still want the product. We still want the classics there. And I need those artists who can bring that to us. Who and have like the ability this music forward. Yeah. And I just think G Fresh was there. Like I still listen to Alfie in 2020, and when did that drop? 2014? 2015? Maybe. Yeah. Bro. Him and um, Sonny Reeves, Match Made in Heaven. Bro. Yeah. He, he had a tune called Sometimes with Tiny, and Tiny gave him the yeah. meanest Tiny gave verse. him his best verse. <laughs> Possibly his wifey ridden, bro. Mm. Yeah, bro, if he exec produced Tiny's album and made it all love tunes, because that's when Tiny's in his bag. When Tiny's talking about his relationships that didn't work out, that's when Tiny's in his actual bag, bro. These men need to stop pissing about. Hey, disturbing London, call me, man. Let's talk, man. <laughs> man talk, talk like that, Donny Burner boy. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get that bread, man. Let's get that bread and make some classics. So we're talking shit, Scully. Before we get out of here, though, I'm very, very happy to say TDNS's album or project, April Showers Free, one of the coldest things on the roads right now. Okay. I don't care how you feel. That's how I feel. I'm in my spicy yes. talk bag, you know, flagrant foes. I really liked April showers too, by the way. Yeah, cold. Right. That was that was going to be hard to top, and time will tell. But I think on this, T's just in his bag, very comfortable, very self assured. I like him in the pockets he's in. I like seeing him with Louis Ray, and I've been vocal about. I don't know Vans especially how he rates Louis. I had my opinions on. Maybe people prematurely saying how good he is just purely because I believe that as part of a group, you're not rapping enough to be compared mm. to certain people. I need to see more from you. So I like to see him going toe-to-toe with TDNS. And it's a very, it's a good matchup on the song. A very good matchup. Um, mm. And then you've got, obviously, you've got Pandemic, the song Contagious on there. Like, I never thought T would do drill, but it works. Yeah, I heard a clip of that. And, um, yeah. He's hard, he's man. He's actually it. just hard. One of the most underrated, again, in the UK. And it's Pete, because I can see exactly what's going to happen with T. He's going to do the, exactly what G Fresh did. He'll drop us probably another couple cold albums that people who know will regard as classics. Yeah. Like, for example, I think April Showers 2 is a classic. And um, he will leave it there mm. and then look after artists, do the studio thing, do the car thing. And then there'll, people, there'll be people like me and you who are like, bro, I beg you, go make more music. He's like, why? Like, I don't need that stress. Yeah, he's 12, he's 12 mixtapes in. So, yeah, Jesus saying. Christ. Yeah. You can't, when you remember the comments out number, I told us he was 11 mixtapes in. So, this is number yeah. 12. Yeah. I think he's someone that um, you can see and hear um, the inspiration from Nipsey Hussle. He even got a song called Nipsey on the Landing. So, I think he's very, I hope, I'm right in saying he's prepared to be in it for the long run. 
And I hope what Scully's saying is wrong. I don't want Scully to be wrong very often, but I hope he's wrong on that one. That, I hope I'm wrong as well. That, um, that, but I can see it happening. I can see him being the same type of person as G Fresh and possible. being like, I don't need to do this. Mm. Especially if you've got, if you're someone that's getting business in order and you're like, you know what? Maybe this thing is just, it don't work. And maybe I just, maybe I learned, I have the studio, if he's got one that he owns, learn the music business from behind the scenes, um, get an, um, get an artist. I even seen, he put a post on his Instagram, I'll find it quickly, um, of his daughter. Um, and what did he say? I think he put her as, it's like a partner on this project. Oh, uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Let me, let me see. I don't know if it's still up. On that Nas Destiny shit, yeah. Okay, cool. So he says, as some of you noticed, my daughter's a copyright holder on the new mixtape. Being copyright holder means she has joint ownership of my master recordings and can make decisions regarding the music in my absence, as well as redirect and collect royalties if I was to pass. She's only free now, but one day it will mean something. Man, just plan for the future and keep it pushing. April showers three out midnight was out now. Um, I think that's so dope. You know, um, like I said, yeah, that's some uh, some destiny nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Let, like the man, they have been eating off us for a long time. You know, put things in place where your offspring can uh, can benefit from your hard work, innit? That's a you fact. Because whilst I've been um I've been I've been off. Well, I don't know why, but I've just been kind of uh going back in archives of like old Diddy history of like all these publishing issues, like from the locks and stuff. And I was um it's funny we're talking about this. I was watching a clip where um or listening to a clip where the locks are Angie Martinez and it's the whole like free the locks campaign. And I think yeah. Little C's calls in and he's talking about um saying that yo listen you've still got Biggie's publishing. And I remember when we was talking about um I know it's quickly on a tangent um at the time about like Mason stuff and I think there's one one part of the conversation you missed I was like if Biggie was here how would his him and Puff's relationship have panned out? You know? Yeah, that's definitely interesting, like... an interesting thing to pause. Obviously, it's, it's all hypotheticals and ifs and buts, but because Lil C's called in and was upset that how it, from what he was saying that um, Puff started the publishing and why does Faith not have it or any of his kids? When I see T doing that, I'm like, you know what? That's dope. Get some things in order for your people. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, man. For sure, because at the end of the day, like he's probably the only person that's going to have his child's best interest at heart in it so he's going to do something like i'm i'm making music why not bring the family in in a way that like if i'm not here then they have the right to do this and that they can make major moves or decisions like and this is him like also having faith in where his music can go bro he's still, and, he still and, and his catalog he said he, yep. he said he was he did proud to pay campaign. He said it's got people to this day. I can't remember the name of the project, but he said there's still there's still people to this day that were paying like the, the higher price for his project just because mm. they're popular music so much. Yeah, that's, I that's feel like he's takes. a very if you know you know artist, and if you know you believe like you're in. You're like yep. Yeah, and I really hope he takes off to the level he should be. I believe he should be at, which is a top tier artist in the UK because. He's got talent, man. He's got an ear. He's got all of this. He's got good morals. Like, bro, it's all there. You're saying morals are part of the package as well for the rappers and them? For me, yeah. like, I like it, innit? Yeah. I like to see at least some form of code and some form of integrity, innit? Yeah. It doesn't even have to align with mine, but if you live by your code, I can respect that. Come on, I respect it. 
Hey, brother, this shit's over three hours long, and now I'm seeing fucking I'm seeing, hell. I'm seeing some heavy eyes on the on the FaceTime right now. Jeez, <laughs> you know this is Van's lotion time. He's he's got to make it. to uh, Why do you have to do this, bro? Demon time, demon time, demon time. Ain't no <laughs> lotion in. Ain't no demon time. I'm going to almond bed. milk. Almond. Uh, Nah, like, no. calcium. Hey, you know. calcium. Hey, Scully, man. Big, big up for coming Dan on, Marco. man. We, we appreciate oh, your, guys, your time, yeah. your energy, your effort. Yes, um, we might have to get you down um on the Sunday roast as we pre-record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of these weeks, you'll soon. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I've got a home setup, so as soon as you're ready, bro, let man know. We'll uh, we'll link yeah, back. Yeah, most definitely. We'll do the away game on your end and that. Yeah, come on, you know how it is. Um, but uh, for now, let me say peace out and thank you. And big up everyone supporting NS10v10, there's no signal.com, hottest thing in the streets right now. Man. Let me know where they can find you, follow you, interact with you, your shows, your projects, everything you're working on. Follow me on Twitter at is that scully. Follow me on Instagram, same thing, I S T H A T S C U L Y. There'll be links to work, there'll be videos, there'll be interviews, whatever I'm doing at that moment, I'll link it there. Well, he's a busy and guy. If you want to if you if there's some works that you think we can run, my email is the same. Is that scully at gmail.com in it? So just shout me. So run some works. Come on. Listen, as always, a good honest conversation never hurt anyone. Please make yes. sure you rate, you review, subscribe. Uh, I'm loving the interactions, I'm loving the the fact that uh, the listenership ain't really dropping off. We're still hitting their numbers, B. Come on. <laughs> nice, done. You know the vibes. <laughs> I, I also, hey, shouts out to our, our, our pod cousins and that. Shouts out to Temi Alchemy. He just welcomed a new blessing into the family and that. You know. I swear down. Hey, yeah, yeah. Temi, Temi, Temi. I'll reach out to him, man. Father Alchemy. You need, to respect, you need to respect him. Call him Father him Alchemy. Horns, man. Yeah, respect, respect to the new dads on the scene and that. Come you know. on. Can't be spending money in air forces. Yeah, no, 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 more, no more money in air forces. You want to spend the money on formula and and baby grows and pampers. Are you, and are you saying that he's letting go of um, Ronke and he's gonna go for the four by four? Yeah, yeah, straight, bro. You have to, man. I heard that. You need a five door whip like your family, man. That's beautiful, man. And that's great, but um, yeah, man. As I said, man, uh, appreciate you listening. We'll make sure we back we back next week. I think we'll uh, I'll make a promise to uh, we'll definitely have a, a chat about this Michael Jordan documentary and our insecure recap. We've missed that out for the last like, week or two. But yep. we'll, we'll, we'll get back to the to the good shit. Vans, yeah. it's, been, it's been a good one. Come on. Scully, sleep well. We'll, uh, we'll link Love back. Love having you guys. Stay safe, stay sanitized. Come on. <laughs> stay blessed. Till next week, guys. Ah, right, man. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. Peace. Thank you.